Hi, this is Myla, and you're listening to Not Your Average Nerds. everybody, welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Nerds. I'm your host, Rudy Vela, and uh, with me, as always... Me, Juan Guerra. Joel Wagner. Big Kid Kingpin. Hi, right, boys, we're on episode 46. Yeah, buddy. Just, just about there. Almost Ever there. so close. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a lot of shit has happened this week. It feels like a long time from, uh, from our last recording, and I don't know why... Uh, I had like a really busy week and everything, but um, yeah, a lot of stuff to get over or to get through for our uh, recap, but and get over. Yeah. <laughs> Got some sad shit happened. I mean, I I assume <laughs> some of the stuff was sad for you guys, but I know for Steve especially, some of it was like kind of crushing. Not too surprised by idiots anymore. <laughs> I'm not calling Steve an idiot just for so you listeners yeah, know. You'll, you'll get you'll see it, you'll hear maybe sometime. all right um yeah fuck it uh we got a lot to go over and the main event's gonna be pretty long so so yeah let's uh jump into the weekly recap and first up movies and series all right movies and series we got a pretty decent sized list uh some of the stuff i think it's just uh expected uh at this time i mean shit we kind of expected all this for a while now. And uh, the first thing that we expected, X-Men, Dark Phoenix, bombing at the, uh, well, not really bombing money-wise, but review-wise, it's bombing. Uh, currently stands at 23% rotten on Rotten Tomatoes, which I don't even know why I fucking use that site, because that site's <laughs> so stupid. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, the uh, movie was brought forth to life already getting beaten with an ugly stick <laughs> like nobody gave it a shot and um i don't know i have yet to watch the movie and no it's not because oh my god the reviews are bad i'm not gonna go see it it's just i personally since maybe the first trailer have been in that mode like i get to it when i get to it right it's on my time not your time <laughs> and uh i'm not too concerned with spoilers so if I see any, I'm not really going to be bummed out that I saw it. And, uh, yeah, that's that for me. Like, I'll get to it when I get there. And this week just was – there was way too much cool shit going on to be like, oh, I'm going to put aside two and a half hours to go see this movie or this storyline told again in a worse way. i seen this thing get ranked higher than uh, – or actually lower than, like uh, – Wolverine? No, not that. <laughs> I mean, maybe that, too. It but did like, get ranked lower than okay, Wolverine really? Origins. Yep. Uh, what was the other one? The uh, – the other Phoenix movie, Stand, The Last Stand. Last Stand. Yeah, I got ranked lower than that one by, like, a huge margin. And I, I also read that, like, people are saying that it's not so much the movie itself is, like, terrible. It's just the story of the Phoenix, which you would expect it not to be as great if they're going to do it in, like, one movie. You know, a yeah. whole saga put into one movie. And, like, Rudy has been saying from, like, the beginning, like, the connections between the characters wasn't developed yet. For a movie like this to happen, so I think that's that's one of the problems that they're gonna have is just your. I mean, people are gonna die, and you're gonna be like, well, you know, that relationship <laughs> wasn't even built up. Like, who? I'm supposed to care? Oh, okay, but I, if, me personally, I still want to see the movie, just because I am a fan of 
the other three, I mean, the first two more so than the third one, but first class, <laughs> I mean, first class and uh, Days of Future Past. And, um, but yeah, so I still want to see the movie, see how they finish off this whole saga before it gets t- handed over to, you know, Marvel. But that, that was just what I read. So have you two watched it? Or no. no. Okay. See, I I didn't ask. I I think you just told us that you didn't, Joel. It, didn't it wasn't a priority. Time. Yeah. Exactly. Same as you. It wasn't a priority. It was like, eh. Yes. And so we'll see. It's sad and it's not. I mean, I used to get ex- so excited for these. Yeah, for X Men. I mean, hell, yeah. it's the X Men. If you grew up in the, if you lived in the '90s, you knew the X Men. You love the X Men. Uh, that's all. I mean, shit. To this day, those designs of those characters are. Well sought after in toy fig like uh toy lines, so that's crazy. What was the last one? The was it Apocalypse? Apocalypse. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, that one was ass. So <laughs> straight up. I, I read like a, a really basic spoiler free review and it said that it was better than Apocalypse and the Phoenix stuff was better than Last Stand. But it still wasn't a very good movie. I don't know what that means, but uh, okay, so like Juan said, I have been saying this for a long time. I don't care about this movie because the characters can't care about each other. Right. They really can't. That bothered me in Apocalypse when they were like, oh, nobody nobody likes me. I'm Cyclops. Uh, 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 I got laser eyes, and nobody wants to be my friend. And <laughs> I'm, Jean, I'm Jean Grey, and nobody likes me because I'm weird. And Let's go shopping, and then they're best friends. It's like, come really? Fucking Nightcrawler's doing the Michael Jackson. Like, don't do my boy like that. <laughs> and I, I don't know. Same thing with this. It's like you, they have they have like nothing to hold on to, to grasp onto. I would have just killed her ass outside of the spaceship because it looks like that's where it all goes down. Right. In the trailers. They show you the birth of the Phoenix. And I, I don't know. Just there, there wasn't a need for this movie. When X-Men was purchased, they could have just been like, all right, we're just going to kill the project. And I, I really think they should have. Now, that that's me being a fan of all this shit. That's me knowing that they already did this storyline. That's me knowing that the addition of Kelsey Grammer as Beast already beats this movie because his portrayal was one of the best portrayals yeah. of an X-Men character ever. And he got one go at it because it was a bad movie. Now, I, I'm I'm not saying that I agree with all the people who just want to blow it up because everybody else is doing it. And that that's really bothering me. And, like, this whole talk, like, I don't even want to talk about the movie itself. I want to really address my point of, like, I, I see petitions popping up everywhere, doing this, doing that. Don't let him be this person. Don't let her be this person. Don't make this movie. Why the fuck is nobody, like, trying to shut down or recalculate the form of Rotten Tomatoes? Like, Oh, no doubt. That shit bothers me. Like, I don't... I think that needs to have a restriction of about a week or two before a movie hits the ground to be able to drop reviews. Now, this has been going on since the days of Justice League. Like, of course, the movie... Or or I'll even take it back to Batman vs. Superman. That had negative reviews two weeks prior to the movie even coming out anywhere. Because people can just go on there and leave whatever the hell they want and say, this movie sucked. Horrible acting. Horrible actor. Like, whatever they want. And it's still happening to this day. Like, 
people read something and they want to sound smart so they just follow footsteps as the sheeple do in this world and they just write all this stuff godzilla i was so sad to see godzilla two days after coming out was only given two screenings a day because it just got trashed mm-hmm. um i mean hell hellboy and these are both movies that uh so i just talked to gavin on uh friday went over there and did like a little bonus episode for all of our listeners and everything and had a good time talking to gavin and we talked about i think it was off camera but we talked about how much he enjoyed hellboy we talked about how him and roger schultz loved godzilla and these two aren't like scrubs off the street who are just like i want to see a big monster movie <laughs> like oh wait rotten tomatoes says it's bad no these are guys who invested a lot of their lives into this shit i mean they both just worked on hardy's 40th anniversary logo and uh it was Ghidorah. Yeah. Doing a bunch of like nerdy shit, reading a comic book, playing with a He-Man toy. These two genuinely love the IP of Godzilla and the characters and they loved the movie. They thought it was amazing. They yeah, they had some problems with some of the um human interactions and stuff like most people did, but they know that the movie wasn't complete trash. Like it was a good ass movie. And like that gives me some faith, but I really think that that whole thing needs to be like redone to where Okay, yeah, you want to give out reviews for movies, that's fine, but I think up to two weeks after they come out, there should be no reviews because it's really weakening cinema. That's and a good I, point. And I've been saying this. like, If you do not have the Avengers popping up in your header before your movie, you're not going to do well. Like, you're, you're getting trashed before you get to hit the masses because people that's all people want these days they don't want to see new characters they don't want to see new new formats or anything they want one universe and in our universe full of fake universes there's plenty of room for plenty of fake universes and uh i I, i'm sad to see a possibility that we may not get kong versus godzilla right and that's been rumored that they are discussing it Uh, i think at this point it's too big to fail but nothing's really too big to fail. I mean, there oh. are like conglomerates that go down every day and this is just a movie franchise. So I really think that people need to either one, get your own brain, <laughs> like be your own person, which I think that is the harder of the two options that I'm going to present because nobody has the balls to do that these days. <laughs> uh, and two, re- reconstruct Rotten Tomatoes. We're fucking kill it. Like, they're not gonna kill it. Yeah, I, I know that, but I, you I just need better regulations mm-hmm. on the site. That's all it is. Definitely. So I don't know. I, I I'm sick of seeing franchises die left and right because they don't have a certain group of characters that people are used to seeing and want to see. And I want more crazy shit like that. I want more Godzilla. I want to see fucking He Man do good. Yeah. yeah. But they cast that one kid, and people are already like. Oh, we're going to boycott this when it hits Rotten Tomatoes. What? Right. Fucking seriously? Right. Leave it alone. It's not for you. These franchises that's, aren't for you. That's why movies were so much better back then, because there was no fucking platform like that. There weren't know? fanboys. And I'll say it, we are fanboys. But we don't do it. Like, yeah, we'll we'll give our own re- review. But th- at the end of the day, we always say, go see it for yourself and let us know what you thought. Like, we're not saying... 
our word is uh end all be all like right. that's not our thing and yeah it's just oh it bothers me like i was legit annoyed going through some of the shit that i was seeing and i was like god like wake up it's I not think, for you let it be i think i touched on this probably like 10 episodes back but uh i am a firm believer that the internet is a great thing but the internet has also provided the world the opportunity to provide their opinions even if it's not your own opinion bro any crackhead with a $30 boost phone right or free wi-fi at the public library gets to have an opinion (laughs) so that's scary (laughs) really quick story just to kind of uh uh add on to what you've done here with with your piece uh i had the same issue with a game came out two years ago and uh that was star wars battlefront 2 and that game had a lot of flack because of microtransactions. Mm-hmm. When I still fir- had fun with it. <laughs> yeah. So when uh, they first launched it in early form, it came out like three or four days early. It was riddled with microtransactions. It had loot boxes. It was pretty unplayable. And then EA immediately fixed it like within 24 hours and just removed all that stuff basically. But at that point, the damage had already been done. The reviews were already out, and they were skewering the game with how bad it was. And, um, you know, I gave the game a shot. I still played it because I love Star Wars. And I played that game for two months straight. That was the only game I played. I love that game. It's so polished and so well done, Um, even with loot boxes, which aren't even a thing anymore for it. (laughs) But regardless, uh, day it came out, the day it came out, I was working and this guy comes in, and uh, he, I'm just like, oh, hey, you know, just give you a heads up. Star Wars came out today. And he goes, oh, I won't play that. That game is trash. <laughs> and I was just like, and I looked at him, and I was like, oh, so you've played it? And he's like, well, no, but I read a review about it, and it said this, this, and this. So I don't want to play the game. It's, 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 it's complete garbage. And I was like, well, I have played it, and I love it. So give it a shot man he's like oh no thanks and you know i don't want to you know fuck off bro <laughs> it was just one of those, those moments where i was like god like please just like give things a chance without you know reading someone's opinion about it exactly it, it frustrates me in, in entertainment in particular just any kind of medium it's just give things a shot mm-hmm. so that's my my little soapbox for the day yeah and no and that, that's sad because i remember me and pedro used to play that game so much at his house when it came out dude like, that shit good. was fun and it was the thrill of like almost wanting to die faster because you're like oh shit you could be the hero <laughs> right <laughs> it's yeah. like it's my turn and yeah it, <laughs> and it, it's funny because it goes into certain things like how you said people want what they want or what they're used to they you know it's almost the essence of afraid of change mm-hmm. and it's like to this day i guarantee you, if you go have a discussion with somebody about something so simple as who was who was your favorite joker right <laughs> no matter what it's gonna be the popular opinion even if they've never seen the other movies Heath ledger why because that's what everybody else says and you don't want to be that asshole that's like what what, what do you mean you like Jared Leto's Joker? What do you mean you like, you know, fucking Cesar Romero? Mm-hmm. Or, you they know probably what I mean? don't even fucking know who that well, is. Well, that's, <laughs> the, that's the exact same thing. It's like, instead of being like, well, instead of it even admitting it, mm-hmm. like, well, who is Cesar Romero? Because now you don't want to sound dumb because you don't know who played who <laughs> that was. And then you don't want to sound like the asshole that doesn't like Heath Ledger. I love that you're Joel. 
Yeah. No, it's like, no, Come on, I, I man. Know. I'm just like, you know how, like, so when we're recording, it's funny. We don't know what to do with our hands, so we just motion things. I talk like, loud with my hands. Yeah, yeah. It's Steve's thing. Like, I get, he's like, he's pointing, like, to nobody, but in my view, he's pointing at Joel, but he's like, and then you get the asshole. <laughs> just this so, uncultured swine. I, so I don't mean to, like, derail, but that, or, to me, that shit was or, funny. Or when you have so many choices of live action Batman. Everybody wants Christian Bale, or the mm-hmm. older people want Michael Keaton. Nobody will be like Ben Affleck, or you know George Clooney, or you know even or whoever, even Val Kilmer. They George Clooney doesn't even say George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying it's like, like how you say it's all based off of just that one popular opinion. Yeah. You get one kid that doesn't know my. Have you read a comic book? Well, no. So how the fuck do you know that the Joker that Jared Leto play isn't? Even more comic booky than the rest of them. Well, mm-hmm. I don't care because Heath Ledger is the best Joker in the world. Why? Because he's so serious. Why is he so serious? What? <laughs> what? What the fuck did you even say to me right now? What did you say to my face? You know. So yeah, like you're. It's just a, a shitty. You know it what I mean? Because it's just like the sheep going to that little fucking pool. Where they all want to drink from that same little pond. And to me, I don't want them at the pool. The I Kool-Aid. want them in the fucking slaughter. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, make your way that way. Like, go that road. <laughs> it is frustrating, but, you know, because you can't really, it feels like you can't have that much of a good conversation mm-hmm. because, you know, now, now all of a sudden you start coming off as that fucking asshole. Because you're like, yo, no, I know this. You, you know, you know what you're talking about. And you can tell that this dude doesn't. But you're getting offended. And he's getting mad because, or he's cracking up because now you're looking like the bitter asshole. Hate that shit. <laughs> Man, yeah. all of this from X-Men talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. <laughs> and I, Go see the movie. Uh, yeah, Watch not, it. I'm, I'm not trying to, like, defend X-Men. I don't have a lot of faith in it. But, yeah, I will say go see it for yourself. Pay the damn eight bucks. Like, and at that point, you can actually say, hey, I'm proud of myself. I didn't follow. I'm keeping movies alive. (laughs) Yeah, and to me, that's worth something. To actually be able to look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, I'm not a fucking follower. I took initiative. That that should be something you could wake up to, not, oh, let's see what fucking douchebag 69 had to say about Mm. this movie now. (laughs) Noob Slayer. Yeah, Noob Slayer. (laughs) And uh, if you're interested in uh, starting a review company with me where we review fanboys, hey, uh, hit me up because uh, we'll talk <laughs> some shit. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so, yeah, X-Men uh, doing bad. Like we said, we'll get to it when we get to it. And I guess when we get to it, we will talk about it. Until then, you get to it when you get to it and let us know what you think. Um, now on to the universe that everybody does want to hear about. Uh, Marvel released some stuff, and uh, this was back from their Investors Day event back in April, and they posted on their direct-to-consumers website, well, Disney posted to theirs, it was a picture of uh, Feige, Kevin Feige, standing in front of a, looks like a theater screen, and above it, or the top part of it just says Loki, uh, plain font, and below it showcases... Tom Hiddleston, Loki, stepping out of a or stepping into traffic with people dressed up and on a marquee behind him, the word Jaws. Well, the title Jaws. So oh. uh this shows that the 
um, Loki series that's going to be on Disney Plus is either going to involve time travel or it's going to take place in 1975. Yeah, and that's when Jaws, the first one, came out? Yep. I don't I think... that was an 80s slick. I don't think it's going to be... Well, it's going to be time travel, I think. Because I don't think Loki was a... V- was aware of Earth. Well, I, I think I think it'll get him there, but I'm saying I don't know if the whole series is going to be him jumping from period to period, almost like collecting things. Or almost, yeah, almost like uh, Cap. No, the DC show Legends. Oh, Legends. Yeah, so oh, I don't know yeah. if it's going to be a Legends type show or if he's going to time travel and get stuck in right. 1975. Weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, either way, it's extremely weird and to me unnecessary. Uh, I th- I think this was a very easy way to keep the mostly women crowd that just gush, and I mean <laughs> gush, over Tom Hiddleston. Squirtle, uh, squirtle. It keeps them happy. Uh, maybe they do have a giant plan that's going to resurrect him into the, the cinematic scene again, but I don't know. For me, I, it just feels like they were like, okay, people got mad when he got his shit snapped, so we really got to bring him back somehow. I'll probably bring him back because he has a Tesseract. Mm-hmm. But that's what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. it was just something that they kind of, it almost, they just threw it in. Right? Maybe. You don't know. Maybe they could use that as a, uh, how they bring in the next Big Bad or whatever. It's just a, um, or, you know, Kang, mm-hmm. remember? So I was like, that's that could be the jump off point for how everything started, like, unraveling. Yeah. I mean, like, the Avengers fucked up. He took it. Yeah, I do agree with you that it is one way to kind of bring back Tom Hiddleston to you know, I would MCU, just you, but yeah, I would just love to see somebody else get a shot, like a different character, bring on the big bad. Yeah, I like mean, he, yeah, he, he is he the one that did yeah, that. He, like, he already did it with Thanos. Yeah, okay. Like at, at this point, if he brings another big guy, I'm sorry, Thor, chop this motherfucker's head off. Like he's done. <laughs> see, I don't think the TV shows are gonna have that big of an impact on the overarching MCU. Now, way back when, when uh, Agents of Shield first came out. That was advertised as like, hey, this is going to be incorporated into the MCU. It'll have lasting impacts and blah, 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 blah. And it didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, in humans as well. And then that flopped. Right. So Feige is working on this like extensively. My thought is, is the TV shows will introduce intricate details and plot points for the overarching MCU. But they mm-hmm. won't have like those big tentpole epic things that the movies will showcase instead. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm actually very curious to see how the shows will play into the MCU. Yeah, I, I am as well, but I'm more interested in things like um, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I'm guessing will soon be titled Cap and Bucky. Right. Um, but not so much this one. I'm just, I'm all Loki'd out, if I'm being serious. I, I love... I enjoyed the scene when they killed him off. Not because I was like, yeah, fuck that dude. It was sad. <laughs> it was sad. Like, watching Thor have to watch that, like, I I couldn't, like, watch somebody do that to Juan. I would, like, snap my own neck trying to get out of there. Like, I, I couldn't do that. And then to see that anger, like, fuel him for the rest of that movie and then the opening then of some. the next one. Yeah. That was good to me. Like, I was like, okay, that's badass. And that was a good closeout for Tom Hiddleston. But it wasn't for them because a lot of people got very upset. Like, even when we were in um, uh, Florida on vacation, we stopped in. I had to grab some shorts uh, for the beach. And uh, we went to the store. 
some girls wearing this black and white, uh, almost like a Biggie-esque shirt, but it had Loki on it. And uh, while we were checking out, I kind of looked at her. I said, I, I just had to know. I said, do you want him back? I said, do you want him back in the movies? Oh, hell yeah. Of, of course. Like, if he doesn't come back, I'm going to be mad. And I was like, Jesus. You <laughs> <laughs> shake your head and walk away. <laughs> I was like, Slaughter is that way. Don't miss your turn. <laughs> Make your way to it. Never mind the big, the big noises and screams you hear. Just keep going. But, um, no, I, I don't know. I, I am excited to see where what these shows do for us and everything, considering there are talks of a Blade show. There are, are talks yes. of um, uh, Robbie Reyes. Um. Yeah, there are cool ass things happening. Right. And I hope they do it better than the Agents of Shield though, because they kept like, like, oh, it's got. They mentioned the Marvel Universe, and they do this, but then all of a sudden, you're, there's like really nothing. Well, yeah. I, I think with that, when you see, um, like your big production companies like ABC and Fox, and all that stuff do stuff, or or the CW, all that cable TV and normal TV, you can tell the production value is good but not to where it needs to be where honestly if i'm being if i'm being upfront dc with titans looked amazing like the production value was through the roof and that's how i feel like these streaming services are going they're, they're having high quality production because they can afford it and focused in on it where the tv studios don't have quite the same idea i don't Come know on out. yeah and that's why i even when Avengers came out, I was like, this looks like a TV-made movie. And it's because Joss Whedon is comfortable with oh, sure. shows. And then it very well showed with his shots on Justice League. Oh, yeah. Um. So, yeah, if he ever does come back to the Marvel uh, swing of things, he needs to go to a series. But a cable series, not yeah, Netflix. Right? He just, he, he's too wide-angled. For not the artsy fact of wide angle, he's just too wide angle because he doesn't know what another lens is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm with you there. Those shows were just—they looked very like TV. You can tell they're mm -hmm. very TV, yeah. As to where, yeah, the the Netflix shows and all that—they're more or less. Um, this is just a good product, right? <laughs> but yeah, so if you're a fan of uh, Loki, which I know a lot of people are, the reason he's still here. Um, He's coming back, and he will be in 1975. So look out for that. Uh, on top of that, we finally – this one we won't talk much about because it's been in the works for so long. We finally got a release date and confirmation on a lead actor for Uncharted. Yeah. Um, Sony has been trying to work on Uncharted for, what, about six years now? Maybe long time. More. <laughs> long time. Maybe more than that. Uh, and not so much the fact that they were looking for a – um, production company to work with seeing how they are the production company they just didn't know what the fuck they were doing uh they finally announced that this uh uncharted movie starring tom holland everybody's a uh, friendly neighborhood spider-man will be releasing on december 18th 2020 so still gotta wait a bit but that's actually uh not too far out if you think about it considering they still have to shoot it they start to right. uh post-production so that's they have a lot of faith in their animators unless it's just not going to have a lot of this isn't CG, animated well i'm talking about like a uh, computer graphic oh, like oh, computer sure, generated sure. uh effects so which i'm cool with that i'm cool with practical but with all the shit that he has to endure and go through to make it seem like the the game 
they're gonna have to do a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, a lot. <laughs> now I will say this is gonna be a younger Nathan Drake as far yeah. as Uncharted. So uh, in Uncharted Three, you get to see kind of more of a young Nathan Drake. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna be that young, but uh, it's it's Tom Holland. He's kind of a kid. So uh, I'm, st- I'm still a little upset about that. Everybody, I, everybody wanted Nathan Fillion. Yeah, and they're doing it because it's Tom. Holland. They're doing it for the sake of Tom Holland. Yeah, and that's sad. Like he's already Spider Man. Let him be Spider Man. The kid has enough on his plate, and he's got more money than he knows what to do with. Right. He is an acro, uh, an uh, acrobat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, mm-hmm. it, it actually, it's yeah, not just a typecasting. Oh yeah, he, you know, he's a uh, he is Tom Holland. But I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, he can do some of the yeah some of the things that he needs to do, and you kind of need that with an actor, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I just, just I really would have loved to see Nathan or yeah Nathan Fillion get his shot, especially with how much the fans want. He is old, but he can still get into shape. I mean, yeah. RDJ. <laughs> now, last year though, he did do his own little fan made yeah. project, and that was yeah. excellent. And that was good. There you go. He had a shot. Um, <laughs> it's over. Fuck him. He put his own money into that. <laughs> My thing is though, I would love to see him in the movie still, but as like an old Nathan Drake, thinking about thinking back on his times. He's like when I was okay. hot. Yeah. <laughs> back when I was limber, baby. <laughs> Remember when that ass looked so fat? But he has he has the voice. He has the look. He, he has everything down pat. The so why not just kind of show him for a little bit and then. We give give the fans a nod, you know. Said, "Oh, Sonny, when Grandpa used to flip off rocks and shit." <laughs> Dude, somebody mentioned in that like there's a the photo of um, Tom Holland and Nathan Drake, and he looks like uh like a young Gerard Butler. Like if you look if you look at the picture, Tom Holland. Yeah, no, no. Wait, what'd not. you say? Uh, what, who would I say? You said Gerard Butler and yeah, no, he no the guy that looks the, like a small the character the character from the Drake? game yeah Drake he looks like oh, Gerard Butler does you, he yeah I don't you, think so you gotta look at that picture and then look at <laughs> and then look at young Gerard Butler he looks like him I'm not put gonna put on the pole no, no, no. <laughs> oh I I don't know I don't I don't I can't just form Nathan Drake into my into my head fast enough to be like yeah I can see it well, you should be able to see it. how about that. But yeah, so uh, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, he's going to be flipping around as Nathan Drake, Uncharted, December 18th, 2020. Look out for it if you're a fan of the game. Uh, on top of that, we have we have about four things from DC. Uh, we will save we'll save one for last. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that. Uh, we'll start with some good news. But that isn't even the, the best news because I don't know if it's for sure considering the other news. Um, huh? Okay. So, Black Adam. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been gunning for this character for a long time. They've had it in pre-production for, hell, before the DCEU was a thing. Now... I don't know. That that's 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 crazy to me, but they finally found its director. And uh I'm gonna butcher this man's name. <laughs> name is uh Jumi Colette Sarah or Sierra. Anyways, look it up for yourself and you'll be able to see the name. <laughs> but I don't know much about this director. Uh I forgot to pull it up and everything. And uh, but yeah, just the fact that he has a uh-huh. uh, director, it means they're trying to move forward with it. Now, with the rumors of a complete reboot, it it's kind of like why at this point. I'm hoping they don't. I hope hopefully they just do a soft reboot because they have a lot of shit going 
right now, and I think a hard reboot is just going to muck things up more. Um, so yeah, at least we we have that to look forward to. Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Black Adam in some form. We will see it. Uh, we don't know when, but it's happening. This next one is really, really weird. Kind of funny, but also kind of badass. Uh, there's rumors of Matt Reeves, the Batman, finding its uh, not even main villain, another villain, <laughs> considering we already have Penguin and Selena Kyle confirmed. Right. I don't know if he'll be just showing up or what. The Joker, uh, which is already <laughs> really cutting ties to all the rumors that, oh my God, people love Todd Phillips' Joker so much in the first viewings that it's going to be canon no it's not <laughs> Todd Phillips himself has already said he doesn't want it to be I think he's more or less he doesn't want to be tied down to working on these films over and over um he just wants you to love it and yeah want more of he it. just wants you to watch it <laughs> now this new Joker is not going to be Jared Leto from what they're saying and they're actually looking at a child star and that child star is Macaulay Culkin yes back Yep. I can see it. I really can. Like he I, has that look to him, you know. He does. I kind of right. came out of left field, though, right? Just it it was very left field because nobody wants to work. Well, nobody will work with him. I don't know if they don't want to. I don't understand all that bullshit. I think he deserves to be worked with. Fucking, <laughs> he's home alone. All right, he's home alone. <laughs> it's Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas incarnate. And the last time. I have seen him portray anything was, again, Kevin McAllister in a spoof. What was a spoof about him kidnapping this dude and, like, going straight up home alone on his ass? Uh, But, yeah, if you watch that show or that little spoof, he could play the Joker. Mm -hmm. He could definitely (laughs) play the Joker, and he could kill it. So, uh, again, it's, it's just another weird thing that DC's doing, but I'm not surprised anymore. So I read an article yesterday, Warner Brothers or DC, they had this, I don't know, meeting or expo or something, but they mentioned that they are looking to do standalone movies for their DC stuff, not big tentpole Justice League style get together movies, not an overarching DCEU. So I think that's what you're seeing kind of flesh out now is you've got your Wonder Woman's, you've got your Aquaman's that will have sequels, but... They won't be necessarily meshing together as much. We'll see. Whack. And I don't to, know. To that, I say, we get it. You failed. You can't <laughs> do this. Lick your wounds. Shut the fuck up and get out of the way. Because I don't, it's, it's not a trying to be like Marvel thing. It's the fact that you are representing a comic book line. You are representing one of the big two. The fact that you have properties, <laughs> all of the properties, from a comic book line that is called one of the big two is a huge thing. Right. I mean, hell, Image would love to take that spot, but they can't. It, they've just been around for too long. And the fact that they can't make something successful out of that is ridiculous. So whoever the hell is working at Warner Brothers, like I said, needs to get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> Lick your wounds somewhere else. Don't say it can't be done. It it just can't be done. So we're gonna have standalones. You know what sucks the worst? It's like when Fox and them have like 
X Men and all, and like you know all the uh, Sony and Spider Man and shit, when they're like, man, if Marvel could just get a hold of it, they would do what they want. And here you're like. DC, you fucking have it. What are you doing? They do. They have all their but characters. They, they don't. The Warner Brothers. Does. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like. Yeah, I know Warner Brothers acts cons- like they're playing ball, but they're not. They're not. So it makes you wonder how much like when you got fucking Jeff Johns and Jim mm-hmm. Lee and uh like all these writers doing their thing, you know, writing these scripts, helping you know consult with it. Mm-hmm. Like Jeff Johns was part of the movie division, and then but they he fucking, did step down. Yeah, and and which that scared me. I mean, because it makes you, it kind of shows you that there's people in there that are like, no, 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 no. Yep. We, you know, I'm sure Jeff Johns is up to bat. Like, no, this is like seriously what what it should be. No, 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 no. Yeah, they're like, listen, son, we make movies. We okay? don't diddle on paper, you know, but... He said, your drawings are cute and your little stories. He said, but I used to make those two in elementary school. We make movies here, and they don't sell good. Like, <laughs> shit. I, I don't know. It, Perfect example. Just straight up, bro. Like, like, what the fuck? And I want to be in that room so I could smack the fuck out of that person. Because who the hell... Like, you don't turn down something Jeff Johns writes. Man. You don't. And the fact that they have is so stupid. I feel like Zack Snyder got it, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, you're with them? Yeah, no. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> you, it's, it's, it's not what they know. <laughs> it's not what they, what they like. So, no, uh, Warner Brothers needs to shut up and give, give the keys to somebody who knows how to drive the car. Not happening, bro. Yeah, I know it's not gonna <laughs> not happen. Having, not happening. She's been saying this shit for like two years now. Shit, not happening. Mm-hmm. That's why. Do you know what? That's why I respect Kevin Feige. You know, because he maintains the. Some of it can be whatever, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I always felt like. He kind of maintains the like. No, we have to kind of. This is what fans appreciate. This is what you know, Stan appreciated and jack kirby mm-hmm. will be proud of this you know like, yeah, I, feel like they take, I feel like he takes that approach to it mm-hmm. instead of the no no are 10 year olds gonna buy these fucking toys <laughs> approach you know what i mean like and then fucking and they, DC, they do. where are your toys mm-hmm. i just want to throw that out there <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh kevin feige knew what he was doing the only problem is you don't always need a kevin feige you can have a Snyder. Yeah, well, can, we, just can DC fine. have Kevin Feige? <laughs> just for a year or two. <laughs> I, I, don't do the, I don't know if he would do the it. Feige challenge. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would like to see what his ideas would be for this world, but I don't know if he would have it in him to make something different because they are so, different. So what I'm excited about is because this is going to right here show you exactly if it's the big wigs or if it's just... The, the people making the films. Mm-hmm. The James Gunn Suicide Squad. If that shit doesn't turn out dope, because he puts himself into the movies, like, he does good with them Guardian movies. I enjoy the fuck out of them. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. lie. And I think that he has a really good potential. He's really good with ensemble cast. Like, I just, if that movie fucking sucks, then I'm just concerned. I'm just convinced all the way, 100%, without a shadow of a doubt, W the the Warner Brothers execs are just like sabotaging DC. I also think that movie is going to sell higher than most D- uh, DC movies because it's James Gunn. I agree. He brings that aspect. People don't know who he is. They don't know his his past work. They know Guardians and Forward. 
Right. And they're going to follow him because he's directing Guardians again. They're going to be like, oh, my God, it's James Gunn. You got to go see that new James Gunn movie. It's not going to matter that it's a DC movie. It's going to matter that it's a James Gunn movie. Oh, so James Gunn knows that. Oh, I, 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 I am happy for that because. You think he feels that pressure, though? Oh, I'm sure. But I probably he probably likes it. Mm-hmm. More than anything, yeah, like, like, that's I, just I another about challenge. That one time, I was like, I wonder if he's like, man, I gotta come in here and fucking single handedly fucking save bench the press universe. This fucking <laughs> universe I gotta atlas the fuck out of this world and shit. And I, I want him to, because I'm hoping that he comes in as a quote unquote Marvel director and they're like, do whatever you want. Like, you, you're clearly part of the thing that's working. And hopefully that shows them, look, you hired a director for a reason. Like with me, with graphic design, I cannot stand when somebody gives me an idea of theirs and then I, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, take it from here. And they're like, well, in my, what I saw in my head was I wanted it. And it's like, okay, let me explain to you why that doesn't work. But I really thought it, it's like, okay, then do it yourself. Cause clearly you had your mind made up. Like you, you go to a designer for design because you can't do that. Now you go to a director to direct a movie because you can't do that. So hopefully this gives directors more power in their seats instead of them just saying, look, like we're the ones fucking the, this bitch. You're the one holding the camera. Like that's not oh. how it works. <laughs> uh, with the, well, the whole, then. you know how you brought like, you want to see Kevin Feige take over this and then see what he could do with it. Right. Just to see if it was, if it would work. Yeah. I feel like one of the biggest things that, why this why this universe has failed so often or why it continues to fail is because they are never concrete with what they want to do like if you look at the MCU they might have made changes mm-hmm. like okay with uh Edward Norton uh let's get rid of him because you know we're not we don't see eye to eye you know eye to eye or let's get oh, rid of uh, they got rid of him cuz he's crazy the fucking uh <laughs> the dude that was playing war machine Yep, Terrence uh, Howard. Yeah, Terrence Howard. Oh, uh, like, we got don't... rid of him because it was him or fucking RDJ. Let's get rid of that guy. <laughs> so, like, you know, what I mean, like, let's get rid of that guy. And they made the right decisions, but they went on with their projects. And in DC, I see. I, I mean, it feels like, hey, this project didn't work. Oh, let's let's just nuke the whole fucking uh, that Everything. story arc. <laughs> yeah, the arc, the storyline, yep. all those actors, the the directors. Let's nuke all that. That's and then sketch. they just they do do it over. They do it over and over again, dude. It's like with every. Every time they get their footing for something, something goes wrong or somebody sees it as a, uh, you know, uh, a mistake or a misstep. And they're like, well, all right, well, we got to start all over again from scratch. And it seems like it happens every time. And, and I feel like with somebody like Kevin Feige, if something were to happen to Marvel where some movie came out and people really didn't just they didn't like it. Ragnarok, or not Ragnarok, uh, uh, fucking Dark World. Dark World. Yeah, Dark World. But, you know, then you, you kept going to see the movies because overall you wanted to see, you liked when Thor interacted with Iron Man or you liked when Thor interacted with Captain America. But, uh, but that movie by itself individually wasn't very good, but you kept, you didn't change the whole fucking scheme of things because that movie even, wasn't good. Yeah, and then they even, even though that was the worst one, they still brought it back. Where he talked to his dead mom in the last yeah. movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, so it's like a oh, way to make it right. And like, and, and it, let's say you're one of the people that were like, "Oh, I heard that Thor Dark World sucked balls, so I wasn't gonna watch it." Well, since you watched Endgame, you probably want to see now what would have happened if you'd never seen it. What I, happens? I don't think that exists in Marvel. People saying, "I heard it sucked, so I didn't watch it." Oh, uh, but I'm just saying, <laughs> in general, like you, 
that's the problem with DC is that they cancel on themselves. You mm-hmm. know, before fans even get to cancel on them, they're like, oh, well, our shit sucks. It's like they know they suck. Uh, oh, this sucks. Uh, let's let's cancel everything. And then they hear somebody say, yeah, that wasn't very good. All right, man, they, they agree with us. It sucks. Let's start, let's start all over again. And that seems to be the problem because every year we talk about some shit that was supposed to come out and it was supposed to be something bigger or part of something bigger. And then they're like, yeah, no, nah, not really because we blew up that universe. And now we're starting a whole new universe <laughs> and we're starting some other shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same shit every year. We bring this up every fucking mm-hmm. year. And that's why I've always said, like, Marvel isn't DC's biggest competitor. Warner Brothers is. Like, that's their biggest problem is Warner Brothers. Like, other properties, yeah, Marvel has a big foot in that whole scheme. But, like, with DC, it's Warner Brothers. How long they do they can't have, get past them. How long do they have the, the, the licensing for DC? I want to say they, like, like just forever. Forever? Yeah. yeah, they own that shit. They've been doing DC stuff since, like, the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Nobody can buy that shit from home. I mean, nobody's got the money yet. Did they have Orion? I think Orion originally had the Superman movie. Was that a DC movie or a Warner Brothers I don't know. I honestly am not sure. I remember Orion. That was fucking RoboCop and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was yes. No, I, I don't know. They, they just, yeah, something needs to happen. But in order to do that, I, this whole fandom with people who love the movies, they need to get out and start reading comics. They need to make that, like, one of the biggest money makers again. But it's not trickling down that way because people are just content with the movies. And... I mean, that's why we're just going to keep getting more watered and watered down portrayals. But I don't know. Uh, Warner Brothers is fucking everything up. Uh, along with that, they're fucking up their own streaming service. Uh, so two weeks ago, well, not this past Friday, but the one following that, we saw the release of Swamp Thing. And it opened up to amazing reviews. People loved it. I loved it. I thought the... Uh, direction they were going with was amazing. Uh, the visuals of that show were badass, and it did a good job with the horror aspect. It gave you that very eerie sense, like ugh, like what mm. the hell. Love that shit. Um, the like one of the grossest things that I saw in a long time was the vines, the green coming out of that corpse. And the oh, way yeah. it was like, oh god! Like when I saw that, the that autopsy? was that was disturbing. Yes, <laughs> I told you that shit was. Um, dope. but it was amazing. Like it was really cool. Uh, so yeah, Warner Brothers doing Warner Brothers things. Um, Swamp Thing is canceled. The show will play out uh, the first season, and due to creative differences, they are canceling the show. So Warner Brothers, I guess, is pretty much right there saying. You want to make something good? That's not what's going to work for us. <laughs> I heard it wasn't creative differences, though. Well, they, they there's two different things. Sure. Uh, the two main things, of course, are one, it was creative differences. Two, uh, so this whole thing is to also to blame to AT&T. AT&T and Warner Brothers work together, and they are in talks of starting a Warner Brothers streaming service. Which I'm getting so fucking sick. So, so of streaming service. So I'm saying, wait, like, so is this exactly what I was just talking about? Like, hey, let's start this shit, and then something happens, and they're like, hey, yeah, that shit never really happened. Let's start some other shit. Pretty much. Okay. But yeah, that's why I said Warner Brothers is DC's fucking kryptonite. All right. Um, 
So yeah, they are discussing creating their own streaming service with AT&T and you'll get all their movies, all this and that. So they are willing to sink the ship of their properties that are actually doing good. Uh, this doesn't mean the end of Titans due to a contract with Netflix, but it shows a lot of problems for, uh, the DC universe, uh, the app that is, which I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, yeah, there's, there's not much to get about Warner brothers. They do whatever the fuck they want. And that means, you know, sailing across the ocean and halfway through saying, you want to poke a hole in the bottom of this bitch? Mm. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I heard there's water down here. You want to see? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they're looking for the water, and they're finding it. Uh, they're going to find it even faster if they keep doing shit like this. So, that sucks. I was really excited to see things happen with Swamp Thing. Uh, I really loved the cast already. Everybody was doing a really good job. And, yeah, it it had the makings of a very good addition to the universe, especially the dark magic route. So that that's really sad. I seen the trailer for the first time uh, last week mm-hmm. um, after I had listened to the episode and I was like, oh man, you know, I was just listening to what Steve was saying. And I was like, this sounds dope. It was like a horror show. And uh, I was like, I want to check it out. So I, I didn't see the trailer yet. I know I posted it, but I never seen it. So I was like, I'm going to check it out. So I watched it. I was like, wow. This looks legit cool. Like, yeah. it's a scary movie horror series, right? Like, mm-hmm. or, or like a superhero horror movie series, whatever the fuck. But I was like, this looks cool. <laughs> and so I was, like, going to check it out. And um, I think it was the day I was going to check it out. And then I seen something on my phone, and it said canceled. I was like, oh, but why? Exactly. But why, though? Yeah, that's that's shitty. And, um... I just see, I just seen right now. I was looking into it, and somebody from the DC, like an actual uh, representative of the DC universe, uh, released a statement. And um, I'll just read it to you real quick because it's because I me I've I've been subscribed to it since before it launched. Like I pre-subscribed to it, and I've been I loved it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, there are of course there's some flaws to it. They could have their entire catalog just up for grabs. But they're trying to like release little movies here and there, or whatever. But anyway, the the quote is from a representative of DC Universe itself, and it says this is an official statement. And it says, "Hi friends, a million thanks for your patience. We understand this has not been an easy time for you as fans, and I will do my best to provide you with a satisfying answer. First, some updates: the full ten episodes." season of Swamp Thing will continue to air on DC Universe with new episodes released weekly. There are no current plans for season two. We appreciate there are questions as to why, but unfortunately we are not in a position to answer at this time. And now the good news. DC Universe continues to develop new shows, new seasons, new stories, more availability, and more platforms. We've got a lot of exciting plans for our other shows in the works and look forward to sharing more in the coming months. That's all the information I have to share at this time. Now that you have the goods, we will be going back through the threads and removing the false rumors and speculation that this choice means DC Universe or any of our other original series were affected. So, looks like they're going to plan to continue forward, which is pretty dope. 
but it's still like for me don't like i've told you the only reason i could think that maybe they canceled that and i would hope would be because the movie like they mm-hmm. they might like it got it did open to great reviews but maybe they were like well oh shit let's seize the moment and let's fucking make a movie people are gonna be mad that it's canceled no fucking run to a movie the only reason i'll be happy about that is and this this was something that i thought of too there have been a lot of rumors of john constantine recently yeah yeah now they know constantine can sell uh he they canceled his show because they put it on a stupid Did they put it on fox they put it on fox on friday night at 9 30 yeah it was set up for failure again sabotaging themselves now because on, Fox, well, no, because nobody fucking is at home yeah, watching a show at nine thirty. <laughs> and even if you record it, it doesn't count to the numbers. And they were like, "It's not performing." No asshole, you just put it on at a time where no one's home. Yeah, watch, <laughs> watch the first season. Yeah, the, yeah, that show's amazing. Now, with the backlash of that being canceled, they knew okay, Constantine sells. People want Constantine. So there have been rumors of a new movie. There's also been ru- uh, rumors Keanu Reeves wants to come back. There's been rumors that WB has met with Colin Farrell about Constantine. A lot of rumors revolving around Constantine, people speculating a new Constantine movie. Now, the only reason that I would see any type of silver lining with them canceling the show is them opening up to such good reviews. Like, holy shit, people like Swamp Thing. And also knowing... People like John Constantine and saying, okay, what involves both of them? Justice League Dark. Yeah. And that's the only thing that I'd be happy about. If they brought me a Swamp Thing movie, no, because I'm already paying for your fucking service. So I want to see long format. So I would much rather, if it's a single movie of him, I would much rather see it fleshed out over seven hours instead of two. Like, (laughs) give me good character development like they did in the first episode. Give me resolutions to uh, all those storylines that they created in that first series or that first episode. Now, I would be happy if they were like, oh, team up movie, black magic. Like, you want to see the fucking sorcerers going at it? You want to see them jump in that homeboy's house with Trigon rapping on his ass and whoop his ass? What was that dude's name? <laughs> the fucking, fucking Felix um, Faust. Felix, yeah, Felix Faust. <laughs> yeah. Who does? Yeah, who does? <laughs> Step food. Like if they whoop his ass live action, I'd be happy. This should be funny. But I, I don't want Etrigan. Yeah, I don't want a solo film of Swamp Thing because we already had better than that. We already Didn't had you have an old eighty Swamp Thing movie. Yeah, I never yeah. watched yes. it though. Yes, I want to check it out though. I've always. I wanted just to found watch it, it on a gift because I made a poll and yeah. I was like, "Whoa, that's awful." Yeah, yeah no. fucking Toxic <laughs> Avenger. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, Warner Brothers doing Warner Brothers things, and it's it's, it's going to keep happening. But yeah, if they if they got their heads out of their asses and they were like, hey, Guillermo, we know you've been asking for this oh for 15 years. <laughs> Let's do it because the fans like your characters that you proposed. Then I'd be happy. But other than that, I'm pissed off. Also, CW, if you like that shit, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths is looking to be five hours worth of runtime with their that. next crossover. Five hours worth of uh, Crisis? That's pretty, that's pretty yeah, sick. Yeah, I would watch that shit. Mm-hmm. So, Probably like their send-off of all these characters. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. That's something for you uh, tweeny boppers with all the stupid love stories and the women being... Are the girlfriends being better than the boyfriend superheroes? That's what I'm talking about. That's <laughs> why like, I like. If you like that shit, that's cool. I fucking well. love it. 
yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs> all right so that's all we have for you for movies and series next up comic book news Everybody went off. All right, so um, for comic book news, don't have a lot uh, to go off. Uh, as I said, Friday, we do have a bonus episode, as of this past Friday, actually, uh, with the owner and operator of Tardy's Collector's Corner out in Grand Rapids, uh, Gavin Willard, he uh friend of the show, longtime friend of the show since we actually started, uh, or before we started and everything, we've been hanging out with him. Love seeing him at shows, love seeing him whenever we uh, get a shot to go out there. If you do not know about Tardy's Comics, well, Tardy's Collector's Corner, it's funny, uh, when I first started the interview, I had to restart because I called it Tardy's Comics. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Did he correct you? Well, no, he, I was sitting there, I was like, damn it. Oh, he didn't look at you. <laughs> and he started look. laughing, and he's like, already. And I was like, bro, I always call it Tardy's Comics. <laughs> <laughs> Shorten the name, bro. But yeah, so Tardy's Collector's Corner, if you have not been out there, uh, and you are in the West Michigan area, go check it out. They got a lot of great things, and they just celebrated 40 years worth of uh, comic goodness in the GR area, and it was awesome. They had a lot of people uh, go out there. They had a lot of love and support, and it was really cool just to uh, see them get the credit that's due to them. They, I mean, hell, 40 years, uh, that's that's awesome. Yeah, that that's, is awesome. Huge. Keep it going, man. Yeah, so, uh, he, I mean, got to talk to him about a bunch of different things, uh, some of his favorite comic runs, some of the his bucket list comics um, for people to read, and um, a lot of their, uh, like, stories of, like, watching people grow up in the shop and then seeing their kids now grow up in his shop, and it's just really cool. And uh, on top of that, they also had a comic creator uh, live in the shop to do some signing and uh that is none other than eric powell creator of the goon hillbilly chimichanga um and albatross exploding funny books such a good guy yeah great dude yeah fucking really really good dude and um very approachable very very yeah down to earth and humble uh, my favorite thing about meeting this guy which uh, i got to go meet him got to go get some stuff signed um i spoke about this few episodes back i was super excited i got my hands on a hardcover library edition of the goon volume one and he was signing all my stuff and just putting it real small so i thought he was gonna do the same he legit drew a full-size like head sketch of the goon on the first page it was so cool <laughs> and uh yeah, so I got to talk to him. He actually showed up early and stayed late and went and got pizza with all the workers that were helping out with uh, Gavin and them. So, yeah, very, very cool dude. Um, And I got to talk to him for a little bit, and I just told him, hey, I, I love your book, this and that. Um, big fan of your work. And I said thank you for the uh, signatures and everything and him taking the time to come out here and meet with everybody. And he was like, no, thank you. He said, I, I appreciate all you guys. He said, if, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be doing this. And yeah. most people don't do that. Like, they don't switch it around and say, no, no, thank you. Like, thanks for taking the time to come see me. And that's eye-opening because, like, yeah, it, when whenever we do go, like, it's like, oh, you went out of your way to come. It's like, no, we came and saw you. But nobody sees it like that because you're just so Everybody excited was like, yeah, and happy. That's damn right. No, but I'm just <laughs> saying that's awesome that he actually 
thinks that way instead yeah. of being like big headed like most people are and he's like yeah mr like, tom king. oh you're welcome you're <laughs> tom king <laughs> i like but, your work but <laughs> but yeah like so it was just really cool to see somebody who is appreciated yeah like who appreciates everybody's love and affection that appreciate they have for you, his like work. you appreciate him. yeah all right all right yeah and god this dude is if not number one at least top three greatest comic book illustrators living and working at this moment like his work is phenomenal so if you've not checked it out go check it out and i will his say belt was dope oh yeah he, he had fucking so, goon belt, yep, dude. he had a uh, fucking championship that, bro, picture. that thing had weight <laughs> so back when i used to fight like of course everybody gets their belts made and stuff that thing was heavier than most of those <laughs> like th- those things are usually like pretty cheap and right like cheaply made that thing was legit <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no so it, that was a lot of fun and i mean definitely definitely one of uh, my uh bucket list creators that i wanted to meet so that was really cool and i so definitely need to meet Mike Mignola at some point because oh, now I have nice. my uh the goon issue seven signed and that is the crossover. Oh so, fun. So yeah, now I just need uh Mignola to sign that bad boy. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, so that that'd be cool as shit too. Cause he even signed it in a good spot, like right next to the goon's head, and then there's a spot right near Hellboy. So I was like, Yep, that's where that's going. You talked to him <laughs> about that one? Huh? Did you talk to him about that book? Uh so I didn't really talk to him in depth about everything, but uh it was cool because I did get some extra time with him because, like I said, he got there early. Right. People weren't expecting him till one. He was there like eleven forty-five, um, so nobody was really at his table yet. But I, I gave him one of our cards and everything, and uh, just told him, "Hey, I represent a podcast from the area." Blah blah blah. I said I would love to uh, be able to present your your stuff more to our our people. I said I think that'd be really cool to do that with like an interview from you, so this way they to hear you talk about your work and blah 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 and um i mean he he seemed all gung-ho for it. he was like yeah that'd be awesome and he he just let me know that they're gonna be busy for the next couple weeks uh right, probably a little bit further out there yeah uh, due to the tour but he said that he'll he'll keep in touch and i'll reach out and everything so fingers crossed that nice. get to do an interview with him but yeah i got some questions <laughs> some questions <laughs> but uh yeah so that was a lot of fun uh for me uh, uh dude yesterday was legit just badass after that we uh went out to marcy's family's cabin went fishing and kayaking and caught me a bass that was the first fish i caught in 15 years nice, nice. so that was that was a lot of fun marcy here, he said here marcy i caught you a delicious bass <laughs> bro i caught two of them bad boys <laughs> oh, yeah. marcy was like jelly as fuck for a little bit because <laughs> she wasn't catching one like she wasn't catching anything and my second fish she threw the net into the water because she got a pole on her thing. And then she was like, they got away because of you. And I was like, are you serious? Well, that was a good time. But, uh, yeah, dude, yesterday was just amazing. Like, I, I had a great time with yesterday. Uh, but, yeah, so, like we said, just a little plug for Tardies. And uh, if you have not checked it out yet, I know we've spoken about it a few times on here. Uh, look up some of Eric Powell's work. Uh, you won't be disappointed. I will say the goons a little out there and it's people like will ask like, Hey, where do you start with this? Blah, blah, blah. Start at the beginning. It's a little bit more cringy with some of the humor and everything, but there's a lot of world building that happens. And I mean, it's really cool to see the progression of like where he's like, okay, this is actually something that people like. Let me get a little bit more Uh serious. (laughs) 
but I, I just I would say start at the beginning, and there will be times where you're like, "What the fuck is this?" But for the most part, it's it's funny and it's good. Uh, next thing up, who here likes Earthworm Jim? Oh I baby, did back in the day. Love it. yeah. So Earthworm Jim, uh, old school '90s game uh, about an earthworm named Jim. Uh, he's in a spaceman stew. He's got big muscles and a ray gun, and then a fuck ton of weird characters. Now, Earthworm Jim has been, hell, he's been out of the, the light for a while now. And just recently, there was an Indiegogo campaign set up by the creators of Earthworm Jim. Now, uh, this is all going to back a comic book. Well, a graphic novel. Well, it says both. Uh, all says that shit. Graphic novel of Earthworm Jim, and then the title is Earthworm Jim, the comic book. So, uh, two inches on. Did they not have one back in the day? They did have one okay. by by uh, Marvel. All right. Uh, now, yeah. So they're they're working on a new one, and they were looking for twelve thousand uh, dollars to raise to to pick up this bad boy. The cover artwork looks badass. It looks like it's going to be a hardcover, and they've raised two hundred and forty four thousand dollars already. Yep, so 2,034% of their fixed goal. And there are still 33 days left. So kudos to you. I mean, shit, that, that's awesome. And I, I think that's really cool to see, like, all the OG fans of this, like, nostalgic property. Put money into their stuff that they yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to back it up. I actually just found out about this um, about 20 minutes before I started heading out this way to uh, record. Mm. So, um, oh, yeah, breaking news. It says. it says, at least for us, it's breaking news. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna be uh backing this because I I want this. But um, yeah, there, I'm looking at a page right now where he's meeting that fucking dog, uh, pee pee. Oh, the thing that turns into <laughs> the, a big like muscle. The purple, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he says, "Hey, little fella." And he's like, "Do you have a name?" And it, it shows the next panel. He's looking at his name tag. He's like, "Pee pee." I'll call you Peter Puppy, and then the thing makes this like, like this crack sound. He's like, "I'll call you Dinner," <laughs> and then he transforms into that monster. Yeah. And he's like, "Yerp!" <laughs> but no, it, it looks like a lot of fun. The artwork is incredible, and uh, especially for that game, you need some badass artwork because that was something that was almost like it should have came with a seizure warning. <laughs> I remember the backgrounds of those games being pretty intense. I like that game a lot, dude. Like I used to love whipping my head around, or well, actually, it's not his. It's his. It's his body. It's his whole. Body. I mean, it's his, his whole body. body yeah. yeah, it's his body. Pulling that Willow and smooth. The, he had that like fucking Buzz Lightyear suit and the gun, like the. I, it looked like a ray gun, but it was just a automatic pistol, <laughs> something gun. I don't know. It was really weird, but I I really enjoyed Earthworm Jim. I never beat the game. I don't think I ever beat it. I thought it was kind of. I think it is a harder game to beat, from what I from remember. From what I remember, yeah. But yeah, no, that that is cool. It's cool to see, um, fans of something, you know, holding on to it and say, "Hey, let's not let this die. Let's, you know, we love it. Let's bring it back so we can enjoy more of it." And I, yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah, no, and I mean the awesome thing about this, it's cre- the original creator is working on it. That's awesome. That's even more cool then. Yep, Doug uh, Tenapol. That's real cool. So, so yeah, if you're a fan of the old uh, Sega Genesis game, was this out? Did it cross platform or was it just Sega Genesis? No, it was on uh, Super on Nintendo. Oh, was yeah. it? Okay. Yep. 
But uh, yeah, so if you're an old fan of the uh, the retro game, check it out. It's so uh, I'll give you some of the the featured uh, backings. So seventy bucks. Uh, I don't think that's the first one. I think that's yeah, it's signed book super fan. You get the art of the comic book. It's another hardcover book. You get the actual book itself, and then a couple, uh, three prints. For twenty-five bucks, you get the hardcover book. Um, for twenty-five, you could get the art book, and then for fifty, you can get both of them. So, so yeah, I mean, it's not bad at all. Twenty-five bucks, you get to help back something, and you get something that is from your childhood. That is so real cool. I'll be backing that and snagging that bad boy up. I've had this love for hardcovers lately. That that bookshelf porn. All right, and that's going to do it for comic news. Next up would be video game news. And Juan, I'm real quick, got to ask Juan something. Uh, did you put a sounder for yeah, this one? Yeah, there's a sounder there. All right, so screw it. Video game news. Uh, you want okay. <laughs> oh, easy. Shut up, Joel. Hey. hey. <laughs> Let the other guys fail first. I'm gonna fail. There's no way. I know what it is. We need the. We need the. We need to know where it's from, though. Now you can't just say the. Oh no, I know. Okay. Steve's passing out. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Steve. Steve's a little tie tie right now. Rudy, he'll be snoring soon. I'll let you answer first, Rudy. All right. Do you want to try it, Steve, or did you not hear? Okay. Well, after you said you want to know where it's from. Yes, I want to know where it's from. Not just oh, this is that that thing. It's got to be. The game. The specific game. Oh, the specific game? The specific game. Okay, so then uh, Stadium. No. No? No. I can swear that's what it was. I mean, it's probably on Stadium, but no. You're breaking my heart. (laughs) Wait, one more time? All right. See, yeah, because I I was confused and I I didn't know if it, I thought right. that was the intro for Stadium. Finally, it one that like, I break know. Down hard? Yeah, Joel, what is it? I'm so proud of myself right now. My <laughs> nerdiness has paid off. Yeah, you gotta get it right. Then. Twenty years paid off. That's yeah, Pokemon got... uh, Red and Blue. Yes. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. 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 See, I knew I knew Game it was Boy? Pokemon, yep, but yep. I, I legit thought it was uh, Wait, the Stadium. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yep. Game Boy Color. Shut up, Joel. Good you job, Joel. Fortnite. Good job, Joel. There you go. So happy with myself That's right now. <laughs> I'll floss on you. Whoa. <laughs> hey, that music is in the new Pokemon game. Rudy, it's, it's like this. Hand- yeah. <laughs> it's like Pokemon's go-to music, that was basically. Close, right? that was close. <laughs> All right, but uh, yeah, so we're gonna skip over that, but I know Juan put the time into it, so we figured we go through that. Now, I'm glad he did. Video game news. Yeah, <laughs> Joel got that. I win. got a win finally. <laughs> Uh, video game news is actually are actually going to be held off for the main event due to this past weekend. Uh, it's all video game news. So <laughs> we're going to skip over that for now. And sorry if I seem distracted. I'm watching a trailer for I do not know what, but it Elder looks... Scrolls. Elder Scrolls Online. It it's, it li- it's literally amazing. live right now. Oh. God, it looks so good. That looks cool, dude. This dude looks like the, the guy from Berserk. It's all CG, but... It's, yeah, I know, but it looks cool. It's cool, though. I watched, I'd watch this movie. Hell yeah, so would I. Sub Zero. Right, next up, Anime Animation. Uh. All right, y'all want X Men back or what? Yes. 
Yes. All right, so the original team from uh, Damn It, That Just Cracked. <laughs> to the team. Yeah, bro. You know what? He got so excited. Balls are still dropping, all right? You can't stop him. <laughs> I love it. But uh, the original team from X-Men, the animated series, is, a, well, they have approached Disney to continue the 90s show. Mm-hmm. And as hype as that sounds, I don't want it. Bro. I don't want them to ruin that show with nowadays. Well, it, for, yeah, for, for me, I, I want the show, but mm-hmm. I had said that I want it. Give me the old show up to the point of now, right, to lead into it, but reskin it. So do the show, but just fix, like, update the animation on it. Yeah. But make it the same shit. And then if you can get the original voice actors and everybody to come in to do it, do the same shit, just make it look better, and then start the continuation. Because, whoa. <laughs> I just I just worry about uh, the animation, actually. I just feel like a lot of shows these days, as far as cartoons, are very, I don't know. Too flashy? They're too simple as far as the lines. Okay. Uh, and they're too flashy. Are you uh, talking Thundercats and She-Ra? All that stuff, yeah. <laughs> yep. They're very simple lines and very, like... Uh, small heads and stuff it's weird mm-hmm. i want them to have what's the best animation i think of, i can think of in the past like decade kira mm. <laughs> oh, no, oh, in the past the, decade in the past uh, decade oh, you said day de- oh, okay like i don't know avatar was great animation yeah um, see i just i want them to go back i mean you can ach- you can achieve that old school look still from when animation was cool and good without having to fill like that's like one punch man one punch man's good yeah i like so i I think if they took an anime route i think that would be the best way that'd be cool because yeah the reason i don't want it back and i'm not saying i hated that that series that formed my childhood like that that was like my soft intro into comics and everything um that and the other old school animated shows but i don't want it nowadays because knowing disney they're not going to rely on the old fans backing this, which they would. All of us would. If they were like, look, the show was so big that we're just going to con- continue it from where it left off and have at it. I would watch the hell out of it. I think everybody would. But they're going to they're gonna rely on, we need kids to buy these toys. We need kids to fall in love with this. So it's going to turn into nowadays bullshit, and we're going to get something worse than that damn evolution show where they were in high school <laughs> i think what it is for me animation back in like the the 80s and the 90s mm-hmm. they animated to try to make it look real and now they're animated to make it look like a cartoon mm-hmm. it's just i don't know what it is it works for some shows like some, yeah. adventure time well sure it's supposed to look like that steven universe works great for that show rick and morty looks great for rick and morty not every show needs to look the same. Like that—that's why Thundercats or Thundercats Roar opened up to the bullshit that it did. Garbage. Because it was just a reskinning of Steven Universe characters running around as the Thundercats, and that's not it. And I mean, that's almost like the same thing with like movies these days. I can't stand the new Turtles. No. Oh, the new one. Oh, yeah, you mean that, the one where Raph is the leader? Yeah, trash. Yeah, do rag Raph. Trash. Just the animation of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it all looks bad, but that, I bet you if they did it in the old school, I could totally fucking watch it. <laughs> I don't know. And see, that's the sad thing. It's like people are getting so stuck 
on what's hot right now and it's like no have a voice for yourself but that we already talked about that with movies it's just traveling over into animation now but personally i don't want it back because you can't recapture that fire and they're gonna mess it up that's all that's gonna happen yeah so if if they were like hey we have a new idea for a whole different group but we're not gonna tarnish our old franchise that's fine like do that run that shit all day but just don't don't redo it i don't mind if they redo it man i'm telling you if they re- Are, redo this shit I, and then yeah, com- redoing is fine i mean don't continue if you it. continue it but that's why i'm saying that's why i think if you're gonna continue it it's been so fucking long since people have seen the show even for people that love the show like me i fucking i re- i don't remember everything i i forgot a lot of stuff it would be cool to see the shit again and then you continue it. And then even then, it, as a as a show, it wouldn't, I feel like it wouldn't be that hard to reskin it. And then while you're reskinning it and doing this shit, you have that long to continue your story. You know what I mean? You have time to work on it. I mean, they've had time to figure out something since whenever it stopped showing. But I just think that as new fans come in and they see this continuation, they're not going to be like, well, where the hell was this at? Like, I have to go back and watch this, you know, the 90, it was from the 90s, so like that the 90s cartoon. Happen, though. I know, but, and then that's the thing too, is it's not going to happen. People aren't going to go back and watch it because nobody wants to see that type of animation anymore. So, I do. I mean, <laughs> we do, we do. Let, let me ask you something. Do you want to see Jubilee playing Fortnite and dabbing on people? No. No, but you're gonna. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. I would much rather them just make a whole new X-Men show. But then you're going to hate that anyways, though. Doesn't, oh, yeah, that's fine, but it's not continuing off something where they're trying to... But how does a, a continuation hurt what they did in the past? Because it's still a slap in the face. It's like, oh, well, we're going to use what you grew up and loved instead of creating something new. I mean, I guess, but you still it affects nothing of the show in the past. Like the past, that already happened. The I think it affects it. <laughs> I mean, personally, it's gonna just bug you. Yeah, exactly. That's but, annoying. <laughs> but but I mean, like I could I I'd be able to get past it. Joel, tell it, him how annoying that is. If it was good, Joel's over here nodding his head. I need you I can't, to know. I cannot see <laughs> exactly. That's why I need him to verbally yeah, tell yeah, you. Yeah, verbally say something, Joel. Tell tell this man. Yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, so reboot it all you want. Make a whole new X-Men show. That's fine. I'm putting it on the poll. But do not continue it because that's not even a good poll question because people are like, yeah, of course, just make it. <laughs> I don't have faith in our fans with those. Um, but, yeah, so animation, we'll see what Disney does. Uh, I think X-Men is big enough to have its own show, and I think it's ridiculous that we haven't had one in so long. So I think it's time, but... I think it also would be smart just to soft reintroduce the X-Men into the MCU that way. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, kids, this is what X-Men is. Now prepare for it for, you know, live action. It also scares me, though. A little bit. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) I said, why isn't Wolverine flossing on people when he kills them like he does in the the uh, cartoon? All right, so that's all we got for animation. Uh, Fig Life, just a couple things to announce, and then we're on to the big dog. Uh, well, of course, there's uh, some assembly required. All right, so do you love NECA? We love NECA over here at uh, Not Your Average Nerds. And NECA had two NECA. announcements. 
there's San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Ninja Turtles uh, from the 90s movie. The first one. The good one. <laughs> no, they're both the good. The only well, one. Two of them are good, but oh, yeah, the yeah, first yeah, one's the go, best. Yeah. <laughs> Great clarification. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're having an exclusive. Uh, it is a, is a it's a four pack, correct? Yeah, it's a four pack that comes with a seven inch shredder, a, a I don't I can't remember if it's one or two foot soldiers. I think it's two yeah, foot it's two soldiers. Yeah, two foot soldiers. But it comes with like a whole ton of accessories, like a whole bunch of weapons. It has a weapon rack mm-hmm. and a bunch of weapons, and then it comes with a splinter, movie version of splinter, chained up, like the scene where they have them chained up. Mm-hmm. Um. Those retail for a hundred and twenty-five dollars and ninety-nine cent, and if you were lucky enough, if you were one of the lucky people that Thursday through Friday, or no Wednesday through Friday, it was three days where they had them go online on sale, and you could get the Batman Predator, Superman Alien, the black and white Pennywise, the the uh. What's I forget the actor's name? John Furlow from Terminator Two. He was uh, played John Connor. Mark oh, Furlong. Furlong? Yeah, oh, Furlong. Yeah, Furlong. Yeah, yeah. He they have a NECA Terminator Two version of him on his motorcycle with the ATM. That's, uh, that's the awesome. ATM thing, yeah, <laughs> that's and his cool. motorbike and everything, and uh, they had that, and there was one other figure that I can't remember, and they sold them all, or you could get the whole bundle for like three hundred and something dollars. Um, but yeah, those, I don't know if those, um, figures will be shared. I'm hoping they will maybe at, uh, at like Target. Cause Target is the, the place right now, like how Toys R Us used to be that gets NECA. Yeah. And other, other places like GameStop and, um, was it FYE comic stores and, uh, yeah, FYE, you know, other places will get NECA, but I don't know. If uh, GameStop seems to be the only place that would ever that got the shared ones, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Target might might be too since they have more of a licensing with them. So no no reason why you would know, but Joel, do you have any uh, insight on it for NECA action figures? Yeah, like at, at GameStop. You know, uh, NECA is a brand that we've recently started res- uh, supporting. Whoa, 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 easy. We didn't say we. Oh. Eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at, this, at this point, y'all know. Whatever. <laughs> That's all I'm talking about. Whatever. So uh, it. it's a brand we've we've recently it, supported. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, in the past, I'd say six to ten months. The action figures, I've seen a lot more of them in the stores lately. So it's not out of the question. That we'll see NECA a lot bigger in the world of uh, stop of games, the GameStop. I just think so because right? they yeah. did the exclusive movie Turtles. Yeah, and um, uh, super hot. When is like, that Shredder coming hot. out, Joel? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lie to me, dude. It's, it, the cat is out of the bag, bro. <laughs> dude, that's the one thing I will say. That's the one thing that I I despise is having people that are quote unquote quote friends on like Facebook. <laughs> he said Juan. <laughs> and all they do is message be like, hey, yo, when can I reserve this? How much can I trade this in for? What's this worth? All the time. I got a whole fucking thing. I ask you to come have beers from time That's to time. That's cool. I dig that. I dig that. He said Juan only wants handy. <laughs> Give it to me. No, but I mean I honestly I noticed it a lot. The action figure community is not kid oriented. 
No, at hell all. no, hell at no. all. Like, I don't see kids buy action figures. I see adults. No, kids suck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> kids so, are dumb these days. So NECA in particular caters really well towards the adult audience because their their figures are so well detailed. Hell yeah, they are. And uh, I can see that being the case going forward. I legit was just at Target a couple weeks ago, and... This is I, I I thought it was funny and I forgot to tell you guys, but I legit watched a guy walk in there with his kid, and he picked out a bunch of like he was like, oh they got I need this one I need that he well, he's getting wrestling figures, mm-hmm. and he got a Marvel Legend figure, right? Yeah. And the kid was like, oh he wanted like one of the knock like not the knockoff but like you know how they have like Marvel Legends and then they have like the Titan Heroes and then the uh the, like the clamshell. Marvel figures. Like the real cheap ones? Yeah, they were like the seven ninety nine ones. Mm-hmm. The kid was like, oh, I want this Hulk from the Avengers. He's like, man, you ain't kidding nothing. Literally <laughs> took the kid to the toy store, bought himself uh, two freaking uh, super uh, wrestling figures, and the then a Marvel ones, Legend. Probably. Yeah, the Elite ones, the ones with the... Uh, uh, shit, I forget what one they have there, but it's like the entrance ones where they have mm-hmm. their entrance tie and everything. And um, the kid wanted like the seven ninety nine figure. And the dad was like, well, we didn't come here to get you anything, boy. Let's go. Damn. Yeah. And Savage. Like, what? And I was like, damn. Like, Bro. I mean, you know, like, for me. <laughs> you did not tell us that you ran into Juan at Target. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. He didn't do That's nothing. Right. That's right. <laughs> no shame. But, I mean, I don't have kids that are that age that want toys anymore, and I wish I did at some points. Mm-hmm. Because if I was that dad in there and my kid, you know, we were shopping for figs together, that's, like, the dopest bonding experience to me, you know, one of them, aside from, like, you know, going fishing or having, you know, your your bees and birds talks and all that shit. But I was like, you know, it's not your place to be like, dude, what are you doing, bro? Buy the, <laughs> buy the motherfucker the goddamn <laughs> the little fish. Or even, like, because I ain't going to lie, even at some point, I kind of was like, Am I out of line if I'm like, don't worry about it, boy. Here, you can take this. I'll, I'll get it for you. But I, then, yeah, you know, I thought, no, I but thought then, the same if, thing. If before, somebody yeah. did that to me, because I don't know his circumstance. Right? But mm-hmm. then again, I'm like, well, what kind of fucking circumstance do you have? Are you buying yourself three fucking figures <laughs> and your kid wants the cheapest one? You're like, no, boy, we didn't come here for that. <laughs> so, <laughs> now, that's just something that I forgot to mention, but I, I literally witnessed that. And as a toy collector, a grown-ass man, I was like, what are you doing? Like, I, I did, I did want to like have one of those moments where I was like, yo, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> Yo, that kid cannot wait until he gets a stepdad. He gonna, he gonna have all the toys. You think? You think? You think that kid thinks about opening that dude's toys uh, on a yeah. daily basis? His throat too. <laughs> <laughs> opening him up like a toy package and shit. Fucking Michael said, Myers is a chain and shit. He said, "Unbox mafia." <laughs> oh shit! Or open box. He said, "Where's the knife at?" <laughs> Uh, what, what was your knife called? Mine? <laughs> yeah, slice and dice. Slice and dice. <laughs> he says stab and stab. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, next thing that uh, NECA announced, well, they released packaging for an upcoming Crash Bandicoot Deluxe figure, and this comes with the Aku Aku mask. Oh, so nice. it's two different head sculpts and the Aku Aku mask. Who the, there's a rapper that has a pendant of the Aku Aku mask. For real? Yeah, I believe it's uh, man, it's one of the newer kids too. I think it's uh, he has a song Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Little, little, is that Little Perp? That, I don't know the little <laughs> oh, ones. Oh, that's shit. That's that one. Uh, that's that meme that Jacob was talking yeah, about. Yeah, he has the Aku Aku like, mask. Oh, it, yeah, because it was uh, 
had some like sexual ref- oh pump little yeah, pump, little pump. it was go. that uh it was that like sex change thing and it's like yo why is everybody trying to pump on a little pump right now <laughs> <laughs> oh man that shit was hilarious but he did have yeah he has the aku aku but it's like okay a hundred thousand dollar chain dude it's all different Jesus. color rubies and diamonds so if you, if you, you can do with money yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, if you've ever played Crash Bandicoot, it's the thing that makes it. Yeah, Portugal. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty dope. Yeah, tiki so mask, it right? Comes with the, yeah, yeah, the little tiki yeah. mask. So it comes with that and two different head sculpts. That's well, pretty cool. Three total. The one on it and then two. Yeah, two separate. extra. Yeah, but I mean, it looks like a badass little uh, packaging. Um, they have a NECA Bandicoot at Target right now, but it doesn't mm-hmm. have that. Yeah, so th- this is going to be like their straight up deluxe set. Cool it, it looks cool as shit. I don't know when it comes out, but if that sounds interesting to you, look for your damn self. <laughs> you know what I see a lot as far as kids, though, that buy, do, do buy action figures? It's always Fortnite. Oh, Fortnite. God. And you know what? Those, Fort- those Fortnite it. figures, though, they are so cheap, dude. Like their legs are on like these simple little joints that can just pop off immediately. Yeah. They are you talking are the little ones or like the 12 in- or the 6 inch ones? Uh, The smaller ones. The smaller ones, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So they're, they're like almost the G.I. Joe looking they, ones, they're right? They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, because Todd McFarlane makes some and those ones look legit. Dude. Those no. are cool. Yeah, those are really cool. The 6 inch ones, style. like yeah. I know toy collectors that despise fortnite but they are in love with those figures <laughs> and they they won't play the game but they collect them and dude i ain't gonna lie i've been peeping these overwatch figures mm-hmm. those things look fucking legit oh, those bro. are legit those look they're nice great. as hell they're very good i just don't i'm not familiar with the characters so i'm about to drop 1999 on something i don't know about yeah but. my uh my buddy scott wants me to uh, try playing that game I tried it, but uh, ooh, Wolfenstein. Dude, nothing but not Nazi killing this whole video. <laughs> Fucking love it. Directed by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> yeah. God, that's what the Hellboy movie should have been. <laughs> the Nazi scouts. Love that shit. All right. Um. Yeah. So that's what we got for you for Fig Life, and I think we've taken enough time, and I think it's time to talk about that thing that's actually still going on as we speak. So you telling me. It's more news as as uh, we give it to you. They're giving it to us. And uh, so, yeah. One. Yep, there we have it. It is main event time. And our main event of the evening is E3. Hell and, yeah. Uh, I'm going to pass this one over to Joel because Joel's been watching this shit like it's prano. Dude, I woke up and I was like, it's E3 day. Oh, my God. I- <laughs> <laughs> Turn my Xbox on. Streamed it all. It was great. So, uh, as of this recording, it's uh, Sunday, so it's Microsoft and Bethesda tonight. Uh, EA had their uh, their live event yesterday. They got to showcase Yo. Star Wars, and it looks amazing. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. Uh, so, let's touch on that first. Star Wars. Touch on it. Yeah. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order is the name of the game. Uh, comes on November 15th. It has the uh, actor from... Uh, Shameless and Gotham and Gotham. He plays the Joker in Gotham uh, as the main character, Cal Kestis, a Padawan escaping Order 66. And uh, so this takes place between episodes three and four. Really cool stuff. But uh, they finally showed gameplay for yesterday and two things stood out to me. Uh, First, very much action adventure oriented. It reminded me a lot of Uncharted as far as the climbing mechanics and stuff. And then the combat. The combat reminded me a lot of a combination of Force Unleashed and very much Dark Souls. 
very very dark souls but not in the fact that it's overly difficult but that it's just a lot of 1v1 you've got your your fodder enemies that are easy to take down but then you've got like actual hard enemies that are designed to be a challenge for you mm-hmm. so game looks great and it was all alpha footage so very early early footage you could tell that things weren't quite as detailed as you'd expect them to be yeah but it still looked excellent like straight up awesome i, I mean i'm excited yeah that was one thing that i on instagram of course somebody was sharing some of the footage and it looked i mean it looked amazing um the actor that they got was like really cool uh i'm hoping that after doing of course he has shameless he has gotham but i'm really hoping that this helps like excel him to like some some bigger shit because i mean they they had the likes of sam witwer for their their last like big uh actor guy and i felt bad like nothing really happened for him after that (laughs) Um, I mean, he's in Days Gone, and he does voice acting and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, a lot but, of voice acting. Yeah, I just I would like to see him, uh, Sam Witwer in more movies. He did a sci-fi show, too, for a bit. That was pretty popular. With uh, the guy from Fanboys and uh, Jimmy Olsen from the... Yep. Yeah. Yep. I can't remember what it's called. It was like uh, with the vampires and werewolf, uh, werewolf and, and a... Witch, right? Invisible chick, I thought. No, oh, okay. maybe it was a witch. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I remember seeing trailers for I just never watched. It's it, actually but, pretty good. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll have to check it out. But um, yeah, no, that that game looks sick. Uh, did did they announce when it's supposed to hit? Yeah, or? so November fifteenth. This November. This November. Hell yeah! So it is coming out right a month before the new Star Wars movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, perfect timing, oh, and yeah, it's it's made by Respawn, so the Titanfall and Apex Legends team. So it's Yo. in very good hands. Uh, but that game, it looks great. I'm a, I'm a big, big Star Wars nerd, and the fact that this is considered canon as well, like, mm-hmm. he is a real character in the Star Wars universe, in the mythos. Oh, is he? Yeah, this is legit stuff. Um, sick. The trailer they showed yesterday also showcased uh, Saul Guerrero, the guy from Rogue One. Oh, yeah. So it is very... Where's Whitaker, that wandering yep. guy? Was it him? <laughs> yeah, sure was. It was? Yep. That's cool. So uh, Where was he looking, left or right? I'm like, who knows? <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Savage, man. <laughs> I love Force Whitaker. <laughs> oh, my God. Those, uh, you can't trust those eyes, man. They shifty. <laughs> Put it on the pole. Oh, my God. Are those eyes shifty? Can you trust them? What? Can you trust shifty eyes? All right. Don't even put him and on And just put Force Whitaker as one of the options? <laughs> yeah. All right, I got you. Put him as the no. All right. Crazy. <laughs> All right, sorry. That's fucked up. But so, <laughs> that was yesterday. Uh, of course, as always, EA also has their their sports titles, their big yearly tent poles, FIFA, Madden. Uh, I didn't pay much attention to either of them. You because don't have to. Come out Madden, baby. Juan, then- tell us who's getting their legs broke. <laughs> <laughs> Whose career is oh, going oh, down oh, the drain? Oh, Mahomes. He's o- it's over. Who? Who? Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. It's over. Patrick Mahomes. From the, uh, the Chiefs. Yep, yeah. it's over. Yeah. It's over. Curse. That was yesterday. <laughs> uh, today, though, at 5 p.m., Microsoft had their big release. And it was an... <laughs> It was an hour and a half. I actually was kind of getting a little uh, impatient near the end because it was getting too. It was too long. Jeez. Like, it was all great content. But I was like, "Oh my god, when's it gonna end?" Stop. Uh, they released a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of content. Uh, Sixty games. Jesus. Sixty <laughs> games were revealed on that on that stage floor in an hour and a half, and they had some yeah. gems. So, uh, I took notes as I was going down. Oh, I like it. I like it. Uh, because I knew I was gonna be discussing it today. 
and the first trailer they had was for a game called Outer Worlds. Anybody hear of that? No. Okay. No. <laughs> so, uh, Outer Worlds is made by Obsidian. Obsidian made Fallout New Vegas. They also made Knights of the Old Republic 2. Okay. Uh, so, they're, they're very practiced in the RPG world. And this is their first foray into their own thing. This is a new IP from them. Uh, it reminds me a lot of Borderlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has that first-person shooter aspect, and it looks kind of weird and zany like Borderlands does, but it's set in space. So that's basically the gist of it. Uh, it looks pretty cool. So think Fallout meets Borderlands in space. And uh, <laughs> that comes out October 25th. And my only thought, I actually was, I had a question mark next to it. It comes out a month after Borderlands 3. So I, I, I'm wondering if it's going to do well because it comes out so soon after a game that's very you, similar and very popular. You, they would want to put it before right. Borderlands. So they, people, they, they know that people will buy it. Right. Because, like, yeah, you're right. People might be tied up with Borderlands. Yeah. <laughs> ah, we'll that's, see. That's shitty, uh, shitty scheduling. Not the best timing. Yeah. But we'll see. That dude needs to be fired. <laughs> <laughs> Next game uh, I wrote down as a note to d- discuss was uh, Bleeding Edge. We discussed this very mildly last week. That's why it sounds familiar. It's from the Hellblade team, so Ninja Theory. They also did okay. the Devil May Cry reboots, uh, Enslaved Odyssey, Odyssey to the West, a few other games as well. But Bleeding Edge got its first trailer, official announcement. It's a 4v4 brawler. Hell yeah. An online brawler, uh, punk-style artwork, and also kind of got... It has that Overwatch hero feel to it a little bit as well, as far as your characters and who you can pick. There is a technical alpha for that coming out. You can play it early, June 27th, so this month. Badass. Yep. And that's uh, the first game they're making under the Microsoft Studios umbrella. Microsoft bought that company last year. Okay. So this is the first game they've put out with that in mind, so that's pretty cool. And then next that I wrote down was Minecraft Dungeons. Huh. So... What is this? I think Minecraft <laughs> meets Diablo. It is a dungeon... Really? It's a dungeon crawler, but with Minecraft 8-bit... You know, it, it looks like Minecraft, but with a dungeon crawler. Okay. It's a lot more... A lot of action? A lot a of action? A lot of action. <laughs> so in, there's no building necessarily. It's all just, like, fighting monsters and uncovering new loot. But okay. it looks really cool. I even wrote on here, I was like, sign me up. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jackson's going to love that one. Next game that I thought was worthy of mo- no, just, uh, mentioning was called, uh, well, it's Blair Witch. What? Like There's the movie? A- <laughs> so they're making a Blair Witch game. comes out this August, so very soon. And at first, I thought it was a third Outlast game. I don't know if you guys are familiar yeah. with that series at all. Outlast yeah, my cousin Victor scary. used to play it and scare the shit out yeah. of Yeah, so. <laughs> really scary series. And that, that one deals a lot with having a camera and your battery is part of the gameplay where you have to kind mm-hmm. of control your battery consumption uh, to see in night vision. And they showed in the trailer a camera. And I was like, oh, my God, is this Outlast 3? And it goes through all of its stuff. And, it, and of course, there's a creepy-ass dude in the corner. You got to kind of <laughs> camera in on him. Oh, yeah. And uh, they finished with the, tra- the title of Blair Witch. So. Classic. It looks cool. Uh, it looks I scary. Have, are you familiar with that uh, that Bigfoot game where you have to set up like 
tracking cameras and no. you gotta like follow you're trying to like hunt down bigfoot sure but you have to like do these little side missions to make it easier oh i, I see that be, yeah yeah i wonder if it's gonna be something like that i think dashy yeah played dashy it. played it i seen yeah. it because that game looked fun like it looked pretty cheap but it, it looked if they like got the formula right and took it to a bigger property yeah our bigger yeah. uh uh production company for games I, th- I thought it could have been pretty cool so next on the list and we watched this a little bit earlier before the show started recording <laughs> yeah cyberpunk 2077 so oh, this yeah. game was officially revealed last year and they gave out a lot of Only new content a year, a year ago two years ago man this it was shit last was like year so long okay because we've uh, been waiting they showcased two trailers and the first trailer at the very end had a very special someone at the very end of it. And that was the one and only Keanu Reeves. For real, the one. The one. The one. So he is a legit character in the game. Looks just like him. And he Sexy as hell. has a sweet metal arm. Yep. Uh, Cyberpunk, if you're not familiar, is made by CD Projekt Red. The guys behind the Witcher series. Uh, it's a first-person open world game where your actions and decisions impact not only the game world around you but yourself and uh it's all what's the best way to describe it think like blade runner or uh altered carbon okay as far as the setting so it looks really really cool and keanu raises part of it and they also gave a release date of april 16th of next year yeah so less than a year away Glad they actually gave a release date. Yeah. I thought we were going to be sitting on this game for a while. The way and they were talking if, about it. If you weren't lucky enough to uh, catch it, look at the uh, the like playback. Just type in uh, Cyberpunk. What was it? 2077. No, but like, what would you look for like if you wanted to see the... The trailers? Like him coming out. Oh, oh, like, oh, like, oh. I just typed in... Uh, actually, Re- I typed oh, re- in... Reveal, right? Yeah, I just typed in Cyberpunk john wick so that was even wrong and then and then he still came up so you could type yeah. that in or keanu reeves that's like when you call uh robert Downey jr tony stark yeah, yeah yeah exactly uh so yeah and uh he comes out and presents the game and everything but it was really cool the way they did it they had him all backlit so nobody knew who it was right. or what was going on and then sure enough uh johnny wick comes out like i when they showed him in the game itself i literally leaned forward and i was just like no it's <laughs> happening yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty cool. That's sweet. So I'm gonna go through a lot of different games here. If I'm rattling them off too quick, please hold me back. Uh, next on the docket is one that you guys are gonna like a lot. And it was mentioned last year as just a, like a vague, like, "Hey, we're making this," but this year it got a legit trailer. Not even just like a CG trailer, but gameplay trailer, and that is the one and the only Battletoads. Oh, oh they yeah. did a trailer. Oh yeah. Was it cool? Oh, yeah. Oh, we have to watch it later. So, <laughs> Battletoads is coming back. It is uh, this year. Okay. Three-player couch co-op. 4K hand-drawn 2.5D graphics. And it okay. it looks a little bit different than the Battletoads you're used to. Um, it's just the animation doesn't quite, l- quite look the same, but it looks really good regardless. So, uh, yeah, they showed off a really crazy... There's a lot of shit going on in that trailer. I can't wait to fucking play that. <laughs> yeah, it comes out this year. Uh, next on the list was Dying Light 2. Oh, finally, eh? Yeah, so Dying Light 2 uh, is kind of the spiritual successor to Dead Island. 
if you're familiar with that game at all. Yeah. Uh, open world zombie. I think Far Cry meets zombies. Make your own weapons. So badass. <laughs> but the cool thing about Dying Light, the first game at least, was the uh, parkour elements. You can literally climb on top of zombies or buildings or all kinds of stuff. But uh, that got a new trailer where you find out that your main character that you play as actually has the zombie virus in him. And he has some kind of like wristband that tells him how close he is to being a zombie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can control it or not, or you can like get medication that brings it go back. Zombie mode and shit. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, but that comes out uh, early next year. So 2020. Do the graphics look, look better? Oh, that yeah. was one okay, because that was always one thing that bothered me about those games. They just looked like previous gen. You know and, this, and like it, it was always disappointing. Like even the, especially the character design. Like when when you're talking to the NPCs and shit, and they're like explaining, "Oh, you got to go here and get this." It was I was like, "You just look fake." Like I don't want to listen to you. No, this looks legit. It looks very okay. much uh, next generation or you know Xbox One, PS4 quality. Yeah, it looks good. Nice, very good. Oh, he's in there watching that trailer now for Battletoads. Yeah, I just, right. I decided to put it on. So the next one's kind of big for, for Microsoft. They announced that they bought Double Fine Studios. So Double Fine is the company behind um, Brutal Legend, mm-hmm. the Jack Black game. Oh, yeah. They also are behind the very, very cult classic, uh, very popular Psychonauts. And the head of the studio, Tim Schafer, came out and revealed the first gameplay trailer for Psychonauts 2. That's pretty What dope. is Psychonauts? Dude, that's like PS2, right? Uh, came out in the PS2 era. It was this game where you got to go to a basically a superhero school and learn how to control your powers and stuff. And in this game, you play as the same character, but he's graduated and he's going into the real world to actually be a superhero. But fucking My Hero before My Hero? <laughs> basically, but really weird zany kind of oh, My okay. Hero. So that got announced. So Double Fine is now an Xbox Studios company. Okay. Uh, so they'll only be making games for Xbox. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. Nice. And then there was Dragon Ball. Huh. So Capcom, Bandai. No, it's Bandai. Sorry. Bandai came out with Dragon Ball. Uh, they have been working on a game called Project Z for quite a while now. And uh, it is a open world RPG story driven Dragon Ball game you basically follow the story of Dragon Ball Z as Goku did they showcase anything for it they did yes they showed off a good it looks amazing it looks like you're watching the show Uh, it looks great it was a really good trailer uh, and they announced the official title of it called Dragon Ball Kakarot Okay. Well, Dragon Ball Z, excuse me, Kakarot. Okay. And that, I don't know if there was a release date announced with that one or not. I, oh, no, it was. It was um, spring of next year. I can fuck with that. So, RPG Dragon Ball. Bring it on. Nice, because I got a little worried because I was like, eh, <laughs> Jump Force, you know? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is not a fighting game. This is, I mean, obviously, it's Dragon Ball, so you're going to be fighting people a lot. But mm-hmm. this is very much a story-driven Dragon Ball game. Nice. And it looks great. So sign me up. And then the next one that I was extremely interested in is a game called 12 Minutes. And uh, it's... Sounds like sex. (laughs) So (laughs) 
they start off this trailer and it's all in one room top down view and you're with everything's checking out right now <laughs> <laughs> uh top down view one room and it's this guy and a girl oh god i'm going this game sounds hype. damn yeah. uh anyway so they're having dinner and uh, eh. uh the the woman gives the guy a gift and <laughs> he predicts what the gift is oh yeah he goes like uh he tells her like oh Baby. this is <laughs> in, in, in the box suck is that what it is <laughs> it's a what? she's like she's like here's your surprise and he's like hey this is uh this is a baby outfit because you're pregnant and she like she's like how do you know that i didn't tell you that and then he goes on he's like in about five minutes you're gonna have somebody come to your door accusing you of murdering your father and she's like i didn't murder my father there's a heart attack and he's like no it wasn't and like it goes to this oh, whole scene okay and you and sure enough you know you hear this knock on the door and this police officer barges in and uh he tries stabbing him it's, it's this crazy scene regardless it's it drew me in because it was very intimate feeling mm-hmm. and it had great uh voice work and it was just a super interesting perspective seeing that yeah the whole premise is is this guy he plays this guy who relives 12 minutes over and over he's stuck in a time loop in a loop yeah and you have to play through this game trying to get out of the time loop and uh it's an interactive thriller so they're calling okay. it so very very indie looking but it, if that's one game that i am personally super interested in because yeah no that sounds amazing it sounds fascinating to me so all right now now that i know you like that i gotta recommend something to you sure. have you ever heard of a movie called arc no all right um do you know who Robbie Mel is? Uh, Stephen Amell's cousin. Yeah, he yeah, okay. played Firestorm yeah. on. Uh, okay. Brother. Yeah. Uh huh. Brother. Like, no, that's his cousin. Yeah. Brown hair, right? Yeah, brown yeah, hair. It looks kind of similar, you know. Looks like he would be perfect Cyclops. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> um, Robbie Mel started in this Netflix show called, uh, or it was a movie called The Ark, and it's same thing. It's about a time loop, and uh, the trailer sucked me in like really quick. It was very sci-fi-ish and um he starts like he wakes up and he's like what the hell and like he starts realizing this happened already and then just keeps going and going and going and going but it's a good movie i i really enjoyed it and it was very like you like you said about that game it was very indie feeling and yeah yeah but it was really cool once we wrap up this recording you guys need to watch that trailer because that one just like it sucked me in immediately yeah i pulled it up it's super cool there's a story um also a short story from stephen king in which there's a there's a loop, and it's uh I can't remember what I think it's called like the phone call or something, and it's a it's a different premise. There is uh somebody that dies and somebody's trapped in this loop, uh, but it's more of like an hour loop. But it, the game sounds similar to that premise, and that's I love Groundhog's Day and stuff, so that's really cool. I'm I'm looking forward to it. So in between all of this, there was a lot of games that I'm not going to mention that were re- revealed. They were pretty cool. There's a lot of great stuff like Ori and um, there's a weird, uh, what was it called? Like Wayfarer or something like that. I don't know. They announced a lot of games, 60. So I can't go through all 60 in the time that we have. Yeah, no. But um, the next game that they had that obviously was really big and noticeable to mention was Gears of War 5. Uh, trailer? Oh, yeah. Simply, simply called Gears 5. They're not going with Gears of War anymore. It's just Gears 5. They had two trailers. Uh, one was a simple CG trailer uh, with a Billie Eilish song behind it. It was kind of cool looking. 
And then the next trailer was for their. Don't click on that one. I need to see it with the audio. The next trailer was for their new game mode they announced. So this game's gonna be a bit a beast of a game. Not only is it gonna have story mode, it's gonna have campaign. Well, campaign versus for multiplayer. So online multiplayer suite, all that fun stuff. Horde mode. And it has this new mode called Escape. Escape is a three-player cooperative experience where you are trying to go into a hive and blow it up. And then you have to get out of it. And okay. uh, they showcased the first trailer for it. It looks wild. Um, and then they announced a couple of things. First and foremost, there's a tech test. The tech test for this game is July 17th. The game comes out September 10th. Very uh, soon. Yo, I'm going to be stuck changing diapers and shit. <laughs> September 10th. And then the last little nugget that they imparted on us, the pre-order bonus. So the pre-order bonus for this game, pretty cool. It's a uh, Terminator Dark Fate character pack. You get to have, you get to play as the Terminator in, in multiplayer. That's pretty cool. Um, and you get that for free for reserving, or you also get it for free if you have Game Pass. Yeah. Okay. Game Pass is brought up a lot in the uh, the conference as well. They are rolling Game Pass out to PC players this month, in fact, which is really cool. So that was a big one, too. So, yeah, Gears of War 5. Very, very cool. Uh, what do you have to do to get the early access? There is no early access this time. Oh, I thought, I thought you said There's a July. play test. Yeah, there's a plate, uh, a tech test July 17th. So is that like open to the public? I or think no? it's public. They didn't okay. give a lot of details at the actual conference itself, but uh -huh. they said that was going to happen. Um, and then they're going to do some horde <laughs> testing in August, and then the game comes out in September. So. Oh, yeah. And then uh, the next game that was announced was the new Dark Souls team game called Elden Ring. Elden Ring is made by the Dark Souls and uh, Sekiro team. So from okay. software, but with the interesting little nugget of knowledge that it's also in partnership with the one and only George R.R. R. Martin. So he is working with them on the story of it all. But obviously, it's going to be a hard game, Dark Souls-esque, but it's going to have a story finally. That was the biggest complaint I've always had with Dark Souls is the story is super convoluted and not very uh, easy to follow. So we'll see how... They they do this with uh, George R. R. Martin. Yeah, I I remember I uh, last night when I jumped uh, into the party, uh, you and Wispy were talking about that. Yep, it got officially okay. confirmed today. Okay. And then a few other things, they announced the new Xbox Elite controller, so a Series Two controller, and they made a lot of adjustments. The first thing that caught me uh, by surprise is you can now adjust how sensitive your sticks are. With an actual mechanical twist. Like you slot it into the controller stick, you can twist it to make your sticks less or more sensitive. For what system? For Xbox. The, the new Elite controller. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that was cool. And then uh, they have a wraparound grip for the controller now, which is a big deal because the, the grips from the last one are notorious for falling apart. The glue is, isn't a very good adhesive. And the biggest thing for me off this new Elite controller is that it has a built-in rechargeable battery with a 40-hour battery life. Damn. Yes. So uh, if you don't have an Elite controller, it is the best of the best. 
please get one they're fantastic uh current ones that are on the market are 150 this new one's priced at 180 and is pre-orderable now okay and then two last things as far as microsoft they officially revealed the initial specs for their new console give me uh it's still under the project scarlet code name it's not gonna be the real name i guarantee you right now it will not be the real name but uh it's still being called project scarlet coming out uh holiday 2020 so next year next fall or winter so i'd say probably october november and uh it's four times as powerful as the xbox x Oof. which Oof. is two times as powerful as the standard xbox so this thing can fly uh damn <laughs> it can support up to 120 frames per second in, in natural 4k that's cool that's, uh, i don't like this i don't like 240 but 120 is good i'll take 120 it's 8k compatible and this is where I, I was very surprised they didn't announce it in the actual briefing but they announced it afterwards all games accessories and your uh xbox career will carry over that means it's backwards compatible with xbox one minimum your controllers and headsets that are you have now will work can, on it that's awesome that's, that's really cool. cool and your gamer score and your purchases and everything will all transfer that's over really to the new cool system too. that's awesome yeah that's legit that's price tag nothing so they Fuck did me. not reveal what it looks like <laughs> They did not reveal any more specifics besides that. Um, no price tag, just the holiday 2020 release window. Um, they mentioned the SSD a lot. The solid state drive is pretty, uh, pretty big and pretty important in the in the system to make it fly, kind of go a lot time. faster. Yeah, that time. Yep. So this is uh, next generation. This is it. We're we're almost there. Hey, if you had to guess a price tag, what do you think? Five hundred minimum. Okay. I think five hundred minimum, maybe six hundred dollars. That's not bad, Damn. man. That's not bad for uh Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. But they also closed out the show with my one and only favorite, Halo Infinite. So they announced that Halo Infinite will be a launch title for the new Xbox. And it's coming out holiday twenty twenty as well. Uh they showcased an in game four K uh real time captured trailer and it looks just gorgeous yeah it looks good uh they didn't actually show like proper like you playing the game it was all just kind of in-scene stuff but any uh any hope to see what the story's about or are they playing that close to chess right now so or? the trailer it, it basically involves this unsc pilot who's stuck in space and he kind of stumbles across chief floating in space and then uh the copy marvel calling it Calling it, <laughs> and then uh, Chief is asking for like a status report, and they they kind of like clear out the window of the Pelican they're in, and they see a broken down Halo ring. Oh, okay. And uh, it's very obvious that Cortana is not with him because in the last game Cortana goes kind of rogue and evil, and it finishes the trailer with Chief kind of stumbling across Cortana at some point, so talking to him. So. It looks good. I'm in. I'm all excited. It's considered a spiritual reboot to the series, so they're going to okay. try a lot of new things, I think, in this game. The rumor is it's going to be open world, so we'll see. But that was all Microsoft. They had a lot to show. Yeah, sounds like it should. Yeah. Well, that's badass, though. I mean, yeah, sounds like a good day. 
really good day we just wrapped up bethesda as well so all kinds of good stuff there too it looks like but i haven't actually had the chance to kind of go through it all but uh yeah e3 is upon us mm -hmm. we're in the heyday of all the announcements so so before we close out uh we didn't mention anything and i actually don't know too much about it but what did they release about apex oh yeah that's right so apex was with ea's thing yesterday they announced a few different things uh first a new legend her name is Watson. I, did you watch the animated feature they made? Yeah, that was cool. I did, yeah. Uh, she has a passive ability where she can basically make a fence with electrical nodes up to 12, and she can move them however she wants to make different styles of fences and stuff. But essentially, if an enemy hits it, they're going to get hurt. If a uh, teammate hits it, they won't, which is pretty cool. That's her passive ability. Her ultimate ability, she can put down a barrier fence that blocks out any kind of barrages. So think Gibraltar or Bangalore. It would negate those moves completely. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it also recharges shields. That's so badass. Which is great. Is it enemy and team or just en or just team? For the shield charging? Yeah. Only your team. That's so cool. So she's very defensive oriented, mm -hmm. but really, really cool. And then they also announced a new season. So season two starts July 2nd. So very, very soon. Uh, they are gonna have in season two a new weapon which we announced earlier the l-star that's gonna be a drop only a drop you can't get it in the game naturally and then uh what do they also bring up oh uh a tiered ranked playlist so up to six rankings anywhere from bronze all the way up to apex predator so it goes bronze silver gold diamond hell yeah platinum and then apex predator i think and each different tier has different reward unlocks they also announced in the new season there's going to be a uh, daily and weekly and challenge board. And it's all Whoops, my bad. So da <laughs> daily and weekly challenges in the new season. And then they also very vaguely hinted at map changes. And with a map change, the last part of the trailer showed a giant eyeball attached to a giant lizard of some sort going across the screen and the players next to the eyeball. And I'm guessing that you're going to have to combat or come across this giant monster in the map i don't know huh do i finally get to get by one of those lizards in the water <laughs> maybe we'll see steve since the beginning of that game he's like i fucked that thing up let's go look at that thing all <laughs> oh, that like the long neck thing yeah. yeah okay that's i mean that's cool that's a that's a different feature i they need to steal some shit for fortnite you know what i mean well fortnite did that with uh thanos yeah. Everybody teamed up to go against Thanos on the map. That'd be cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. But I, I, I really enjoy the um, matchmaking ideals, though. The ranking the, tiers? Yeah, because... Yeah. Oh, yeah, the ranking tiers. So, basically, you'll be put with somebody of your caliber? Yes. Yep. Yep. And that that's that's awesome, because I... Oh, it's nothing more frustrating than, like, carrying a team because somebody just doesn't play right and yeah so and then by the end of the season whatever rank you finish in by the end of the season you're going to get exclusive content that way that's badass yep it's pretty cool they they specified that they want this next season to focus really heavy on uh progression and how you unlock things and, and having things that are unlockable that are very impactful to you it's not mm -hmm. just simply a color palette change for your your cosmetics and stuff but things that look different and feel different um and then they said that leveling up is going to be a lot less grindy. 
and it'll be a little bit smoother overall. So, lots of tweaks and adjustments made to the game. It sounds like. I yeah, I, I'm excited for that. I think it's good because yeah, they they got a lot of heat for the last season pass. I know they lost a lot of players. Sure. And uh, I remember when they first did it with the that pass or the thing that they got going on right now with the elite five. I know we were curious if that was gonna be a trial. Yeah, like a trial run for something like that, and I'm I'm glad to see that happening. Uh, for the cosmetics, I yeah, they definitely need to do something with that. They need to introduce more that you can use their coins with, and yeah, I I always hated how their cosmetics are just color palettes. Like, right, it's right. so annoying. I I would love to see them take something off Tarkov where when you kill somebody in that game, you could take what they're a piece of something that they're wearing, and if you end the game winning you keep it that'd be like, great yeah i would love that like i don't like that the crafty metals mm-hmm. like you barely get any yeah <laughs> and then it costs like thousands of crafting metals to, <laughs> to to unlock things and you can't buy crafty metals yep that's like, what annoying the fuck mm-hmm. yeah no that it sounds like they're they're listening and they're trying some new stuff but yeah i just i think that'd be a really cool way to get cosmetics is like if you kill somebody and you're like yo his helmet was dope that's my helmet now <laughs> snag that shit speaking of helmets new news breaking news so bethesda just wrapped up their conference Doom. Doom Eternal got a release date, uh, November 22nd, and the special edition of the game, you get a replica wearable Doom Slayer helmet. That's awesome. <laughs> That's pretty bad. That's legit. How much? Oh. One million euros. It does not give a price point. Smart marketing right there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the trailer apparently I haven't seen the trailer yet, but apparently they go to heaven at some point in the trailer. Like you can fight right. in heaven, and then you go down to earth, and you go to the Sentinel homeworld. Okay, so all right. This game's all over the place. Hell yeah. Okay. So that got just got announced literally minutes ago. All right. Well, uh, yeah. So E3 has a lot more. Uh, Joel brought you some of the stuff that he sure. found interesting, and you. Yeah, if you want to figure everything else out, just hit up YouTube, hit up the interwebs, yeah. you'll find it. <laughs> By the time this record or this post, probably you're gonna probably already have Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, theirs is tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon, so Monday morning, Monday afternoon, and then Ubisoft and uh, I believe Bandai or Activision is tomorrow. So a lot of stuff happening in the next uh, 48 hours. Right. So. Uh them ears and eyes peeled and let us know what you think about everything and with that that's going to wrap up the main event and we're going to work on closing this thing out so before we get to show polls got some recommendations that we're going to send out your way it's a what what is it all right so i don't know if you guys uh have any or not so uh, i'll start this one off and my recommendation for this week is Eric Powell's The Goon. I know I talked about it already during the comic segment, but I'll talk about it again. And uh, so The Goon, it follows this uh, character. He's a uh, mob, like crime family enforcer, 
a little bit of a twist though and it's built in a world where uh monsters and zombies and everything are very relevant and it's all about this guy fighting this priest who has this army of the undead but it's instead of just being a horror comic it's a like a comedic horror comic and so there's a, a lot of funny stuff going on but the characters are still really cool and like i said in order to really enjoy everything you need that world building to it so the beginning is it's rough i mean i want to say the first volume is actually called rough stuff because he knew that it was rough but then yeah so he knows that it's rough but it's it's worth getting there and then you get the storylines like chinatown which are actually referenced in the very first issue and it's just it's amazing but it's really cool to see the progression of this book keep going and everything but I don't know if that sounds like anything that you're into. Check it out. I, I like old horror uh, monster type shit, so I like it a lot. So that is my recommendation. Eric Powell's The Goon. Who's next? Watch One Punch Man. Watch it. Hulu. <laughs> that, that's Steve. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sound like a corpse over there. Steve was about to join the Pen Fifteen Club. <laughs> Steve, do you know what the Pen15 Club is? You should. <laughs> pass out, we'll show you. <laughs> we'll show you. <laughs> For somebody, whoever is at the sleepover passes out first, you take a marker and you write Pen15 and it looks like penis Baby. on their head. <laughs> what? He said, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Pedro's been part of the Pen15 Club. <laughs> all right, Joe, what you got? To be honest, I don't have really anything at, the, at all at the moment. Damn it, Joel. Like, so, okay, let me, uh, let me be philosophical. Let me be candid for a minute, I guess. <laughs> That's a good, a good word. So I guess uh, my thing would be ask somebody that you're close to if they, how they're doing. That's simply, how are you doing? Uh, I think that for me, at least I get very wrapped up into my own personal, like just Joel things that I do that I forget. There's other people around me that have their own things too. So I have to tell myself sometimes to step back and be like, Hey, talk to that person, ask them how they're doing. And uh, you may be surprised. You, they may have an honest answer for you that you aren't expecting. So yeah, that's it. I like that. I dig it. My uh, recommendation is it also comes from, uh, Another place in Allegan, it's called the Allegan Event, and it's like a ropes course. Um, I guess that if that makes sense, there's like climbing walls. There's a rope. Um, it's hard to describe. They just like they attach you to like this gear, and you can walk across these courses or whatever. And it's like three stories high. I think like thirty five feet up in the air is the highest that it goes. But uh, there's also a smaller one for like kids because Jackson went up to the top and he couldn't do it. Um, so he had to do, he actually had a lot of fun on the one with the, the lower level with the kids and stuff. Jeremiah actually went up there. I didn't go on there. Uh, <laughs> Jeremiah went up there. I would have gone up there. It's just, yeah. I, Jeremiah wanted to do it. So I was like, all right, dope. And so Jeremiah went up there. I asked him, I was like, go all the way up to the top. So he goes all the way up to the top, like 30 feet up. And there's zip lines where you, and you're in control of it yourself. You, you throw yourself off the ledge and then you zip line through the course to get to the other side. And they're not, like, from, you know, here to five feet away. It's, like, 50 feet to the next landing that you're in the air, you know? So he's up there, like, freaking out for, I don't know, 10 minutes. I got video. But it's a cool place to go. (laughs) 
uh, really fun for families and stuff. It's not that expensive. There's packages that you can get, and there's some other stuff too. Bobby Joe actually did um, this thing called a like free fall slide, and you hold onto this rope, and they pull you up. Right, you're not connected to anything. You're just holding onto this rope, and then you go up maybe 30 feet in the air, and then you can't. You're not touching anything. You're kind of like floating, and then you let go. And then you slide down the slide or whatever. But it was pretty cool. Um, uh, oh, when you buy something, when you buy as far as like the, uh, the zip line courses, once you get on there, um, you can stay on there as long as you, you want until they close if you want. But once you get off, you have to pay again to get on. So make sure you go to the restroom before you do that. <laughs> they actually advise that when you, when you buy it. But it was a really cool place. Uh, definitely going to go back. But go check it out. If you like climbing and all that other stuff. Cool. And those are our recommendations for the week. And I also forgot to say it, but you probably already know we wrapped up the weekly recap. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Now we're going to close up with some show polls. All right. Let me uh, see if I have anything else besides this one. Nope. Sure didn't. Are you watching E3? 63% of the audience said no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Joel shot up so quick out of his phone. Come on, people. <laughs> what are you doing? Have you seen X Men Dark Phoenix? 94% said no. That's on 67 votes right now. Yikes. Jesus. And, uh, okay. <laughs> um, somebody's like, let me read some of these comments. Jennifer said, no, but I w- want to, even though I probably will be disappointed. Fingers crossed. That's what's up. That's the spirit. Yeah, we appreciate you, Jennifer. Uh, Jeff Johnson, and I won't see it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what he said. Um, and then somebody was like, yeah, I won't pay to see it. And then he's, he goes on to say some other stuff, but I'm not going to read it. Um, grab the torches and the pitchforks <laughs> right. and shit. Bring down. <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 56% said not for me. Did you guys like that show? No. Okay, I liked cool. the first two seasons. All right, all right. It got really bad after that. I will say, yeah, the first season was all right. It just it was it the, coming off the hype of uh, Avengers that made it. Yep. Good. Yes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> all right. It's like holy shit, Coulson's back. <laughs> yeah, he's dead again, and then he came back again. <laughs> uh, Kevin McAllister as the Joker. Fifty nine percent said, "I see it." That's what's up. Yeah, I'm down. Thank you for having open minds. Mm-hmm. That's on sixty one votes right now. Did you enjoy Swamp Thing? 58% said yes. The rest of them did not watch it. They said <laughs> <laughs> probably. probably. Nobody, there's no comments on this one, so I can't, I can't read exactly. anything. They're just like, eh. They have no comments because they didn't give it a chance. Rob says, this is going back to the um, Macaulay Culkin. He says, I think he would make a good Mad Hatter or Riddler, but he might be a good Joker. So a lot of people actually said I've seen um, Mad Hatter. Uh, let's yeah, see. I don't know about the Riddler. Yeah, I don't like the word. I I like the Joker, just mm-hmm. just the way he is. I I like like the Joker. Nineties X Men continuation. You want it? Um, fifty four percent said give it. That's surprising because I thought a lot of people were gonna say leave it alone. Uh, <laughs> actually, Hooter said just They're leave wrong. it alone. Um, yeah, and then somebody wait, said wait, yeah, you want Kyle to read this Allen? one, Kyle? Yeah. Uh, why? So we can have shit animation? I'll pass. Look at every cartoon that's been redone or rebooted. Shit, shit, 
and shit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Teen Titans is prime example. I mean, he doesn't. He Thank has a point. You. He has a point. He's got a great point. Anyways, uh, ice cream because I was hungry at the time. Sixty-five <laughs> <laughs> percent said ice cream cookie sandwich over the ice cream sandwich. Yo, I voted on that because that shit looks so good. The ice cream sandwich is far superior to the cookie sandwich. I agree. There's too much what? cookie. There's too much cookie in the cookie sandwich. I agree. There's too much shit chocolate in the ice cream no, sandwich. No, the ice cream sandwich is perfect. Oh my god, no, it's not. Yes, it's a ice cream sandwich. The classic ice cream classic, sandwich over a cookie sandwich. Uh, yeah, over sandwich. a cookie sandwich. There's too much cookie in oh, the cookie Steve. ice cream what's, sandwich. Yeah, what kind of shit Steve. is that? Yeah. There's too much cookie in the cookie That's sandwich. That's fucking right. <laughs> it's in the name of the fucking thing. Yeah, it's thing. too much fucking cookie. It's so thick. That's why these cookies are super thin, but you never get anything like that. You go buy Toll House cookies. Oh, Toll yeah. House cookie. Yeah. You ever made thick. a homemade cookie sandwich? Yeah. Fuck no. Fuck that. <laughs> That's the reason that fucking Willy Wonka had to explain that the schnozberries taste like schnozberries. No, right? The ice cream sandwich is better. Not with one oh, here. Not. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all wrong. Bro, I took two homemade chocolate chip cookies and put Chunky Monkey in the middle. You can put as much oh. as much ice cream or as less ice cream as you want. Chunky Monkey's not even good. Oh, oh, I'm like Scooperman, old I bitch. Do. I like Scooperman. Scooperman. <laughs> oh, dirty yeah. diamond having ass. Can you <laughs> trust shifty eyes? Fuck no. Eighty-three percent of the audience said no. no. Told you. That's how you put Forrest Whitaker over there. No. Yeah, that's Forrest Whitaker over there. Because look at that. You can't trust it. <laughs> Cyberpunk, twenty seventy-seven. Eighty percent said yes. Hell yeah. And then Mangles put that fucking. Oh yeah, it's fucking. Yeah. Uh, I gotta get past all these trailers because I posted a lot of trailers once when you were talking about them. Um. All right, are you getting the new Xbox? Seventy-three percent said. Sixty-seven percent said. <laughs> hell no. Y'all dumb. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's that right now. You should have asked them if they were gonna get the new Xbox or the PS5. Mm, I'll do that one when the PS5 has more. Uh, Actually announced. Yeah, when it's announced and shit. But uh, yeah, those are the show polls. Oh, hey, I didn't even do a... You realize that? There you go. Those are the show polls. (laughs) One job. One job. I was busy. I was busy. (laughs) What? Doing nothing? (laughs) Watching trailers. (laughs) I was busy. (laughs) All right. So yeah, them's them's the show polls, and that's the show. Yeah, that's the end of the show. I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh... I have currently been working on switching us over to another hosting site, so uh, be able to work on the show a little bit better and get better analytics or eh, analytics and everything analytics? like that. <laughs> analytics. Analytics. <laughs> Eat my butt, Stephen. Right. <laughs> Eat out of my butt. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so working on stuff like that. But show will still be up on Monday, and if you can do us a favor, head over to. I think it's just Apple Podcasts now instead of iTunes. <laughs> Head over to Apple Podcasts and uh, leave us a review if you like the show. If uh, you don't, even yeah, leave a review if you didn't like the show. Who gives a fuck? How about you know, that? Just leave us a quick review. Let us know what you're thinking, and we'll appreciate it. And other than that, pretty late, so we have been not your average nerd signing off. Indeed. See ya. After yeah. bed. Cheers. Come on, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> He just added in there. <laughs> 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 <laughs>